should've known, man, I still go. Go, 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 go. Hustle out, hustle every single day. I'll be making moves till I'm buried in my grave. Through the system, I don't wanna be a slave. I've been doing shit my way, or the highway. And in the driveway, is a nice range. Cause I grind through the climb, I invite another exciting edition of the Sports Report Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Mr. William D. Morgan, and I'm here among with a cast of thousands tonight. Got a lot to talk about Jalen Hurts' new deal, how Lamar is going to feel about that. Got some NBA playoff action around the corner we're going to talk about with Dan. Got some baseball we're going to talk with Seven. So let's go ahead and get the party started. But first, let me go ahead and get some people in here. Bring in the president of this fine, fine establishment. Josie, what's up? Good evening, sir. 
All right, all right, all right. Next up, let's bring on this person who's forgotten baseball, who forgot more baseball than I will ever, ever know. Who bring in my man seven seven? What's up? Oh, you muted, buddy. Before you start re- worry about remembering baseball stuff, why don't you worry about remembering how to talk first? <laughs> I forgot how to talk. <laughs> what else is now? See, 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 I'm distracted. Seven, I'm distracted. You know why I'm distracted? There's an Asian woman in your house? No, I wish. But we got the next best thing. He wouldn't be here. We, I wouldn't be here for Asian woman. That's first thing. <laughs> Fuck all y'all. Second, we got we got Erica in the house. And like, I look down. Oh, I thought that like, was me. Hell no, I wouldn't your ass. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no! Wasn't your ass? Oh, you get goddamn crickets, motherfucker. <laughs> we got Erica in here. She she distracted me. See, she distracted me. I'm not Asian, so how did I distract you? Because you got the long hair, and I love long hair. My hair is going back up. <laughs> Will just all likes right, a right. lot now, of things. Now it's, your, now it's your time, Dan. Now it's your time. I'm and fine, next, yeah. And next, we yeah. got my boy. We got my boy, the ultimate LeBron James apologist. Last Dan, and what's very up, least. Last and very least. See, I wasn't even going to pick any fights. I wasn't even going to pick any fights about the LeBron thing, but now you started that shit. And I've said it on every show now. Um, that was actually natural, too, right? At the very beginning. Look at that. Yeah, um, is, that, is, that you, is that why you're doing it? Keeping the streak alive? Thanks, nice. man. Appreciate that. Cool. Thanks. Very natural. Very natural. All right. Let's go. That's ahead a fucking move. sweet background, by the way. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I want to go ahead and get started first. Um, we see Jayla Hurts signs a huge, huge deal. If you guys want to go ahead and play the huddle. But first, before I get started into talking about breaking down the world of sports. I do have some sad news. Um, tonight is Seven's last show with us. and um, Hopefully not forever. He hopefully not back. forever. I'm hopefully not hope. forever. I'm hopefully he'll hope. come back. Hopefully he'll come back. You know, you never know. Hopefully well, he'll come back. I'm kind of disappointed that you got that out of the way because I was actually going to enjoy Tony just sitting there trying to act like everything was okay for the entire episode. And now I can't enjoy that. Now I can't, now I can't enjoy, enjoy that. And it's, you know, thanks. But if I would, but, but, but if I would have waited, you know, I would have been disrespectful. I didn't want to be disrespectful to him. What's your intake on this seven? How do you feel? Would you have, you know, had at the beginning or the end? Um, I, I, I mean, it's, it's a good question, huh? Me. It's not my, uh, it's not my show. So right. wants to, what wants to call it out now? Let's get it out of the way. You know, um, I'll say it again before you go. So it don't matter. Seven, I, uh, do, you, do you wish the producerial staff would have came to you first and asked you if we I should mean, have done it at the beginning or the end? Yeah. Yeah. But Erica doesn't like talking to me. So she's, you know, she doesn't like communicate. <laughs> well, what? what are you talking about? There's more than one person in production. Angel, that that Angel? doesn't I mean, like talking to me. It's because I'm mean, a Dodgers fan. You just automatically assume I hate you, huh? I mean, but I, I, I figured pull, you were going to try and find my affection is what it was. Wow. I mean, Count I mean, it. But, I mean but at the end of the day, um, 
this is my show. So I, the whole show, the whole everything you see right here belongs to me. And Josie always, knows it. And Josie knows it. Knows. I created this. So uh if I get the pull, so if I get the pull, so if I pull rank once or twice, it's my right. right. Yeah. On these on all these big decisions we're making. That's that right. <laughs> you damn yeah. right. I mean, honestly, I'm pulling I rank. Damn having it. more say than you, no offense there, bestie, but I I'm pulling that. rank, damn it. <laughs> um, but let me get but let me get you. back in let me get back into it because I do want to talk about this Jalen Hurts deal for a second. And I want to get everybody's thoughts because my only issue with this, he was still on his rookie deal. And you re-upped him for all this money. Granted, I get it. He got you to a Super Bowl. You look at he the petition and, and you he and you balled. he bought out. Yeah, one you of love the best it. appearances of a quarterback in a Super Bowl in history. And He's that's as I was deal. telling Corey before the show, that's including Tom Brady's seven rings. Go ahead, Dan. Was wasn't it an extension? No, it was an extension, but he was still in it. But it was an, it was an it extension. Was an extension. Yeah. So they still a, get it is a new deal. Yeah, but they still deal. get yeah. they still get his rookie year contract numbers. Then that's yeah. the whole point. So it doesn't matter. Like they like if you guys are gonna like if it's gonna be an issue of that, then it's just an extension. It's not a new deal. It's not like he just starts getting paid that next tomorrow. He gets he gets he gets paid that after his rookie deal. So they still get him on his rookie deal, and then they secured him afterwards. Is what happens. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. He's still. No, dude. I mean, some of it probably does. Like some incentive stuff probably does. Like he's going to get paid a little bit, a little bit more, but it's not going to be that much. Hundred eighty guaranteed. He gets at the beginning of this year. Damn. Mm. That seems weird. What? Right. And, and not at, young kids pay attention. I'd like to check. <laughs> exactly. Right. You play baseball. Exactly. Go out there and ball out like her. Want to make that money? Go play baseball. Exactly. Be a starting. Be a starting pitcher in Major League Baseball. Sport with the most money. Go play baseball. The thing of it is, is it wouldn't make sense to me that it would start next year because what really what we're looking at is he's only this season, the 2023 season, is only his third year on his rookie deal. So there there should theoretically be this coming season and the next two on his rookie deal because there's that fifth-year option, and then the new deal would start. So that and because that's how it typically goes. So mm-hmm. I don't know why New England, because if they literally it is a new deal and what he what was his rookie deal is gone. I'm sorry, but 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 um Philadelphia is fucking stupid. Yep. That you and, and, and I understand, like I've seen some stuff like Shefty tweeted something about the 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 um salary cap hits with the next few years and, and the first couple of years are pretty low. So I, I think the rookie deal is still in there, but if it's not Philadelphia, just screw themselves. So that's a whole I'm, bunch of money. Finding, it is an extension. Okay. Um, 179.3 million guaranteed. Damn. Makes him the second most behind Deshaun. Um, 51 million per year. It does say that the contract won't end till 2028. So yeah, it's an extension for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess you're right. Man, it probably won't go into effect till 2025. Yeah, they have him. They have him at that price. I mean, it'll be there's some incentive stuff, and let's just say his line of credit just got a little bit bigger. If you know what I mean. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just I gotta to, say, Jalen, Jalen earned it. 
He did. Good for him. Good for him. What came back from injury? I don't know. People weren't even sure he was going to make it back for the playoffs. I think I sort of kind of see where you're going, Seven. I don't know. I mean, you ball out one year in the Super Bowl. I mean, but here's here here's the other interesting piece to add fuel to this fire because I obviously with everything that Lamar Jackson and Baltimore are going through right now, that discussion mm-hmm. is in play. Lamar Jackson turned down a deal in September that was virtually identical to the one that Jalen Hurts just signed today. Oh, good God! I see here, yeah. it, 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 so much money. September of two, 2022. The problem is, with Lamar is the problem with Lamar is is he he wants a Deshaun deal. He wants literally he everything Deshaun deal guaranteed. He doesn't it's want for some reason left on the table. And he wants, and he also wants a pretty. I've heard like something like five, six, seven year deal. Get over that. Now I say he wants like an insane deal, right? And he wants a long term deal, and he wants all of his money fully guaranteed. Get over that. It, it, I, I mean, that's, well. that's the way that the league is going. It's gonna. It's it, before long. It's gonna be like baseball, and at least the big names, everything's fully guaranteed. Good. And, but and my thing is, but I sort of kind of, I sort of kind of share concerns with that though. But he's the running quarterback. Um, you gave Odell, but you don't know how long Odell's going to be healthy. Um, you haven't paid a wide receiver since Odell, and the wide receivers you drafted have all been busts. Here's the thing: the 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 Ravens signing Odell Beckham Jr. is like that crazy girlfriend that's trying to keep you from leaving her, so she's mm-hmm. pregnant when she's mm-hmm. not actually pregnant. Yeah, that's exactly what the Ravens are doing right now with Lamar Jackson. They're basically yep. gaslighting him because anybody with a brain understands Orlando or, or a fucking OBJ has had two ACL reconstructions in the last two and a half years. That's he's not, not a number one. That means that he is still in the position where he's either throw it to Mark Andrews, hope to God OBJ didn't blow his ACL in open field again, or that's <laughs> the fucking ball. Lamar still has not upgraded his situation, or they, they still have not done anywhere near enough to put Lamar in a, in a situation where he feels like he could be successful. Nope. And that's why he said it. And it's because we look at this, we always, when, when players get paid, we look at a couple of different things. And I think the Jalen Hurst deal is probably going to land in the team friendly deal before too long with how the cap is growing and what other quarterbacks are going to get. But the, the same thing we said about the Patrick Mahomes deal. But right now, Lamar Jackson is looking at it two ways. Get your, I, I want to be able to win, but if I can't win, you're going to fucking pay me. So but, but he can't win. Like, we've all been in agreement on that for a long time. With that mm-hmm. offense, you, you can't win. You can be lucky if you're lucky, win a division with that offense, but realistic, but you're not going to go, you're not going to make any waves in the postseason with what they've got offensively right now in, in Baltimore. And I respect the hell out of Lamar Jackson and, and John Harbaugh. Or Jim Harbaugh, whatever the hell his name is this week. It's John. Um, John is John. Okay. But the truth of the matter is, you have to do more to give Lamar incentive to take what he feels is less. I don't think he's worth the big deal either, but that's just because I I, you know, I don't really like Lamar Jackson's quarterback, but I understand the talent that that he has and how he's seen. Y'all gotta figure some shit out. As we've said on this show. Lamar is this generation's Mike Vick, and honestly, is better than Mike Vick. Yes or no? 
I mean, in some facets, yeah. Yes, in some facets. Not everything. On, on the whole, as a whole, better quarterback than Mike Vick. I think Vick had there a better are arm. Some things, there are some things that Vick did better than Lamar does, but I would say Lamar does more things better than Vick. They're very similar. Very I think similar. I think Vic Lamar's better. What comes down to me is to me Vic always looked for the run. As I've said many times, if Lamar has the weapons to throw through, he's not looking for the run. He will throw it first. <clears throat> Hopefully, Lamar um, doesn't start fighting dogs next. The, the, I was going to say, I think. I mean, hey, and the one thing that pissed me off that he wasn't involved in that. God damn it. And the, okay. thing, and, the, and the one thing that pissed me off is Big is Big Ben Roethlisberger talking shit. Look, here's my thing. You saw the Joy Taylor thing. How well. you wanna you wanna talk trash? My thing is this. Now he knows about look, this. Look how many look look how many wide receivers Big Ben Roethlisberger had. Look at the wide receivers that man had. That's because that's because that's Lamar. Uh, Lamar has, has has had none of that talent. I'll take it back to Jalen Hurts, AJ Brown, Devontae Smith. Look at man, the, you give the, you give Lamar half at, that. Look at that line. Look at that, and and and, and like and I know you guys were talking about this before the show. Look at that line that they have in, in Philly. You got the best center in the NFL in Jason Kelsey, and he's mm-hmm. back right. for another year. Mm-hmm. Lane Johnson. You got Lane Johnson. That that line is stupid good. From perfect. Oh man, I mean that Lane line, Johnson from as we've said a school that doesn't matter. Erica, they they Lane Johnson from most of that line so from last it. season. Like I said, and that line le- that line last season was one of the best O lines in football. Period. Look, I could see the Eagles going all the way again. I hope they yeah. just don't get robbed of the win this year. Yeah. I honestly, I said it when the deal came. There's a very, very good chance. Her right back. Hey, I agree with her. Had it not been, I said, I'm looking at you, Seven. I'm waiting that, for you to that, run that, out. I mean, had it not I mean, been for that bad call, Lamar's looking at a three million dollar contract. Bad call. Bad call. Bad call is getting your hair dyed every other week. You fucking snowflake. <laughs> you pulled off this fucking shirt. First Don't of tell all, me it was a bad call. First of all, I haven't colored my hair in a month. So I was fuck talking me. to Josie. Oh, you're talking to Josie. Josie. <laughs> Erica, clearly he's talking to Josie. Yes. Oh, okay. yeah. Yes. What? Joseph has a new hair dye every day. So I took offense real quick. I haven't colored I'll make fun of you two months. But that yeah, but, but like the Kool-Aid is still in there a little bit, Josie. You gotta keep washing it out. That's awesome. But that's the thing with Kool-Aid would work, wouldn't it? It does work. But, but look at God. But look at those. That's what they recommend to dye kids' hairs with because it won't stay permanent. It'll only it only lasts about a week. I've done it with my daughter. But but just go I back did, and just look at, the, look at those with Antonio Brown. Antoine Randall. I mean, Roethlisberger's offense was weird with Hall of Fame or potential Hall of Fame talent. Yeah. Lamar Jackson has not had a competitive, truly competitive offense since his MVP season. Also, in Ben's case, look at that organization. A much better organization. I mean, Okay. So Ben had Ben had all of it, and you know, and he was a rapist. Ben Roethlisberger. And don't is get a rapist. me wrong. 
Philly has turned around their organization. I always get that. I would say if you really wanted to rate organizationally of teams, Philly's probably in one of the top ten best teams organizationally. I'm talking coaches, front office, everything. To the ownership. Apparently, Kansas City's the ranked the last according to that NFLPA server. But what now? Well, the last last was the other news we need to talk about, and that's that the the worst team in every facet of the game has finally been sold by the absolute worst owner in the league. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For, like, a lot. Um, No, they were the worst. They got Fs on everything in that survey. Literally everything. Hey. And Kansas City's right. I was like – Players clamor to go to Kansas City because they want to play with Patrick Mahomes and they want and they want Super Bowl. But they don't go they as we discussed bottom. as we discussed on this show seven. They don't go to Kansas City because of the culture. They go to Kansas yes, they City do. with that ring. They go to get the ring and they don't go there for money. They do go there for the culture because you don't get the ring without culture. Right. Yeah, but so, they're not they're not planning to right. stay there for more than a season or two. Get that ring, move on. Kind of. Some I of mean, some of them. yeah, some of them for sure. But like, because they, they can't, they don't really. I mean, I'm, somehow they can't fucking pay people a lot. I remember the, the salary cap. Isn't it that Beast just likes to stay below the salary cap or something? I don't know, Tony. You probably know that better than me. Yeah, they. But, they. I mean, but that's the thing is, even with the salary cap going up, they're still trending to be relatively within. Like they've only got thirty million in cap space right now, and after they deal with the, I mean, that's not a lot when you consider they're still going to have to sign the draft prospects and then. There's probably a couple other guys that are going to end up making some money before everything's said and done. So it, it's right, yeah. but I mean that's still quite a bit though because even the, the even the guys out of the draft where they they didn't even have like a they they have a first rounder they didn't did they? Yeah, we got a first round. They they had a first rounder, so it's thirty two yeah. overall then. Okay, so thirty two overall gets paid what like a couple of, like it's a seven million dollar deal for five years something like that. Thirty second overall pick. Yeah, I can't remember what the deal is for the 32nd pick, but it's yeah. it's obviously it's not as much as the number one pick. But again, there's still going to be some free agency moves. I expect we'll see another move for uh, – there's going to be a big receiver that gets brought in um, because it, it's there, there's just – don't get me wrong, MBS isn't a bad number one, but he's not a true number one. Um, just like you were in, in, in the Ravens, OBJ is not going to be a number one receiver. It will. uh, OBJ just became Nate Burleson. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. So that's, that's what, that's what Baltimore did with their offense is sign Nate Burleson. We'd be like, okay. I'd agree. Okay. And nobody's going crazy over Nate. But, but, but no, it's, he's going to sell more tickets than Nate Burleson did. For sure. But other than that, I mean, he's going to catch balls one hand more. Yeah. Yeah. And like get the exact same production. Yep. Exact same. And I'm sorry, Nate Burleson is one of those guys who he was never meant to play football. Dog he to be right in front of that camera. Oh no, he a dog. Also, now, he a dog, dude. He, he was, was a dog. dog. No, he don't get me dog. wrong. Don't get me wrong. He didn't have he's that much like talent. He was amazing at the game. He ma- he great maximized he maximized his ability to the first. Yeah. Great at the game, but dog. better behind that camera. For sure. Well, that's that's yeah. also from a woman's perspective. Um, <laughs> let's be honest. Let's be honest. Still been a fan of the game for 30 years. Well, I mean, he's not bad to look at. I mean, I'm a dude and I know that. You know what I'm saying? Right? 
He's not he looks guy. great behind the camera, man. He looks great for real. Not my guy. But the um, other thing I want to talk about real yeah, quick was this stuff. But the other thing I want to. No, that's Will every time I get on something like that. Or he'll hit me with the crickets. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Every time. Just like if I start talking about Jason Kelsey, daddy. Oh, that's God. that's He's a bear. Jason yeah. Kelsey's a bear. <laughs> I just learned what, I just learned what that meant like a couple months ago. <laughs> daddy. Do you guys know what a Charlie is? Yes. Th- In the same was- like yes. tense. Okay. But I didn't know what that was. Thing, but the other thing I want to talk about uh before we end the hold on going to the NBA no. um is the um the sale of the Washington Commanders. God, I can't believe that I can't believe I said this. The Washington Commanders. Somebody needs to somebody needs to change that to something better. It's not like a Tet Mobile team. But um yeah, Magic is a, um, a owner. I don't know what good that does it, but I, I, first black owner. Magic's going to be an owner. I hear he has a really infectious personality. Um, <laughs> Count it. Oh, it took uh, a little second. He uh, he definitely. Nobody's he definitely, coming. Nobody's coming to your aid. Nobody's coming to your aid. Seven. So nobody is coming to your aid. So disrespectful. Right now. Oh my Magic gosh! Definitely bleeds for his organization. Oh my goodness! Um, I honestly, I, I think this is probably the one of the better scenarios, not just for the Commanders but for the league, mm. because one of the faces of the Commanders organization in the executive seat is a black guy. We keep talking about the importance of expanded diversity in the ownership group in the NFL. This is this is a step closer to that. Would mm-hmm. I like to have seen it where like Magic's the sole owner and it's not a group of white nutsacks behind him with money? Yeah, but it, it you know Magic is rich, but he's not six billion dollars rich. So right. I get it. As long as he's the one that's at the front and the face, and he's actually got a seat at the table, he's not just a fucking poster boy. It's perfect. I like it. I like it's perfect. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's. I mean, unless you get somebody like Shannon Sharp and and Michael Strahan going together in to buy a team. Honestly, I can't think of a better way to do it. You mean mean future Democratic candidate Michael Strahan, right? (laughs) Not a joke, dude. Not a joke. Would not surprise me. Would not surprise me. Honestly, it's going to run with Democratic Governor Tom Hanks. In the (laughs) climate and the the potential Democrats we have to run, I would welcome that. Because the the potential of people running this year – is terrible. So this kind of work, yeah. It, it, what you just said kind of works with like my, my NFL owners thing is like we don't need them to be different colors and things. We just need them to be different types of people. Yes. Like yes. It's just anybody no. who's no. who's black or whatever. Like it's no. just that's what we young do. young and not rich their whole fucking life because that's what it seems like to me is a bunch of old rich guys who have been rich their whole lives and have no idea what the fuck like normal anything is basically. Right. That's what it's, it's what it seems like. What diversity really impresses, and this was something that I learned when I used to work at Progressive Insurance and their, their philosophy when it came to diversity. Diversity is about expanding the thought at the table. And, and so when you're intentional about expanding that, yes, that means different races because a lot of times those different cultures generate different experiences. But ultimately, when you're trying to be diverse and be purposeful about it, it's about getting different, different modes of thought and different types of thought 
people just genuine, genuinely people who just think differently at the table. And Magic Johnson thinks differently than Jerry fucking Jones, right? There, I, don't, yeah. I don't think we can we, we can disagree on that in the slightest. So the, 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 this definitely accomplices what you should be searching for out of diversity because we can all be real. If it was Herschel fucking Walker behind the commanders, that's the same shit, different turn. You know what I mean? Right, right. So it, yes, it's a black guy, but that, that doesn't really solve the fucking problem. Right, because so, the mentality. Diversity and thought here is what's going to benefit not just the commanders, but also the NFL. I agree. I agree. Sorry. Are you good? I, I just I'm I'm excited that literally probably the worst owner in sports history, not just NFL history, is out of it. And I guarantee I know he's he's not the only one that we Bidwell's should... next. Huh? Bidwill is next. Will? Mm-hmm. Bidwill. Really? The owner of the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, did you? Oh see yeah. Him, After uh, what happened this past week, yeah, you're probably the right. Cheating there. scandal. He's. Yeah. yeah. He's on his way out the door. He's going to be next. Jerry jo- can Jerry Jones be after that? Jerry Jones will die and still be running the the uh, the, yeah. the Dallas Cowboys. He'll have a phone inside his casket that he will just randomly still wake up, call Mike McCarthy, and go. You still work for me, right? It'll, it'll, be, it'll be like the first example of uploaded consciousness. We'll be, we'll be, we'll be Jerry Jones running the Cowboys from his grave, and every, the Cowboys fans will still be like, I don't know. It makes sense to me. It makes sense. I was going to say, I mean, like at the end of the day, it would make sense, wouldn't it? I mean, dude. They just become the most franchise so after long. he gets it. Yeah. Zeke's still getting 30 touches a game, right? No. He's still, still getting to Zeke. Zeke hasn't like, played football in five years. Get Zeke 30 touches a game. Get him, get him out of retirement. Bring him back, okay? All right. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm gonna go get Whataburger. You guys just hang out, okay? I'm gonna go get some Whataburger. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, I'll, don't disrespect I'll, one. Hey, hey, one one more hey, thing, Will. Um, I, I was gonna make I had another Magic Johnson joke. Um, I, I was gonna say I wonder if he shops at Hy-Vee. And that was that was it. Sorry. And on that note, Will, where are we going next? I want to go ahead and hit the wrestling real quick. Let's go ahead and go to our fight. You guys get it though, right? I got you. (laughs) You're not kidding. I'm kidding. All right. We have the we have TNA or Impact Wrestling. Have you on a phrase? It depends how old you are, what generation you come from. But we had that event last night. Just what we thought. That's really what I want to talk about because I found out more. I found out more to that after I hung up with you, Will. Mm. He's the He's the uh, number one contender. Oh, 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 my boy, about to get the title. My boy, about to get the title again. (laughs) You know something I didn't know. Let's go, all this. Let's go. First off, congratulations to Deanna Perrazzo and yes. Steve Macklin. Yes. As they did two things. They're both now – Steve Macklin is a first-time world champion Impact. Deanna mm-hmm. Perrazzo is now a three-time world champion Impact. But mm-hmm. they are now the third married couple in Impact to hold world titles. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know that they were married in November. had no idea. I knew they were a couple. I didn't know. I didn't know they were married that long. Married in November. Um, <laughs> super excited for, for Deanna. Um, I kind of figured out how it was going. It broke today, but I knew it, and we talked about it last week. Jordan Grace is a free agent. She agreed. Oh, she's about that. to go. 
she might go to, to do that match because of what happened with Mickey. Yeah, her and her contract had already expired. Yeah, contract's over. Mm-hmm. Um, I do believe that we will see her signing with the E very soon. Oh, yeah. She's going to the She's E. She's one of the few ones that I I don't. Yeah, she'd be great in AEW. There we go. But we have our strong girls in AEW. Like you got your that roster is too. It's so it's too bloated. We're yeah. gonna talk about it here in a second. The third show that they're possibly adding, but. It's still a stacked roster. Yes, Dan. Sorry. Sorry. Um, you guys had uh, – it was a legitimate wrestling question. Um, I know that you guys saw um, Matt Rule at uh, – I, I saw that. Yeah, that was going to be my okay. – I was going to bring that up. I'm sorry. I figured, you, I figured you might have. I do it. I do it. my hand. <laughs> Fucking you – throw the bones. Throw the bones. That's That's been the that's been the, um, that's been the Nebraska's defensive thing for like – a long time since like the seventies, they used to do the like after they. It's just like it's it's kind of like the Sean Merriman lights out. Sit dance your ass sort of down. Sit the your original ass though. down, Matt. Rule. Bro, hey, think, what, what I was gonna say though is like I know you're getting to it, Josie, but like that's actually genius from his. I know that's it's uncomfortable kind of, but like that's actually genius as a coaches and as a whole to do that thing because also he knows that young people watch it. So that's I was yeah. just saying that's a, that's a good thing to like. You know what I'm saying? Because it. Obviously, I, I don't think Matt Rule's an actual – yeah, it was a what, – which one was it? It wasn't WWE, yeah. obviously. The – Impact. Impact. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to say the wrong one. I thought it was – I was going to say AEW, and I was like, that's, I don't think that's wrong. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, they did it, like, at the school or whatever. But I was just going to say, like, uh, that. he just – I think he actually just – WWE SmackDown was at the University of Nebraska. Oh, that's what it was. It was, it was WWE then. Mm-hmm. Okay. WWE Sorry. SmackDown. Was at the University of Nebraska Friday night. They not only had Matt Rule, but the like entire Nebraska football team was See, on the uh, was right on the front. Yeah, that's all I was gonna tell you guys. Like, I think I think that like that's a good sign for wrestling because that literally means that like some of them just wanted to go to it. You know, you know that's what it was. Oh, yeah. And then it was like, okay, yeah. Then like so like they just took the whole team as like a. I mean, I was just saying that's like a good thing for. Like you know, because it clearly just shows that young people are actually oh yeah fans. You know, yeah, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Happens, That's awesome. happens with AEW too, because um, they do a lot of college campuses. It's pretty, it's pretty common if they're going to be on a college campus for them to try and get um, some athlete from some sport. It, it looked like it was um, like pretty like intimate. Like it looked like it was kind of a smaller place that they put it in. Did they put it in? The, I don't even know where they where it was at. Do you know? Um, on the Devaney Center. I thought. Um, there's the there's the Bob Devaney Center, which is a really nice fucking place. It's um, they have like a couple of them, but yeah, it looked like it was. Sorry, look that up, but um, you're good. Yeah, I can't remember. I, I've just I've been on it, and like that's it's an awesome little place, but it's not very big as far as like you know like a college basketball stadium would go. I guess it's probably like ten twelve thousand people. I think the um, volleyball team plays there. Yeah. And they fill that thing with like 10, 12,000 people every game. They sell out every fucking game. So, and it's just very intense. Like, I've been to a volleyball game there and like seeing a wrestling uh, show there would be fucking awesome. Like, it really would. Cause it's like, you can't get that far away in those things. You know, they're not that big. They're like, they're glorified high school awesome stadiums, basically. So, it's they're, old. About, they're about to change. As you know, Dan, UT just opened a new basketball center, literally just opened. Um, AEW is coming here in May. It will be their first official show in Austin proper. They usually go to a center in the suburb in Cedar Park. Uh, okay. Center, which 
I like it, Dan, because it's exactly what you said. There's not a bad seat in that place. You can yeah. be in the rafters. It's only about a five, six thousand person. Right. Um, You'd be able to see where, the action the, like pretty clearly. It's where the Austin Spurs and the Austin Star play our minor league basketball and hockey team. Interesting. Uh, and so it's very intimate. And that's what I love about AEW shows in general. They don't do large facilities. This, right. this uh, Austin show will be their one of their larger Texas shows. <clears throat> and it just, it makes for a much more intimate, much more different. Right. And I feel Nothing like- is going to feel the same like going to a WWE show. They're large productions. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Like that, it just feels like that would be the better way to see that particular oh, I, sport, too. I agree. Do you know I what I'm saying? Agree. Like yeah. any sport, I guess, though, like would be better to be closer. But like at the same time, it's like just not in that massive place where it feels incredibly impersonal. I'm going to say this, and Will, I think, will back me up. If you're a wrestling fan and you've never been to a live show, whether it be AEW, WWE, Impact, anything else, there are really two options. I didn't do this, and most people don't do this. But what you should really look at is your first show is either go to an indie show from around your house yep. or go to an AEW or WWE house show, which is going to be their version of an indie show. It's not recorded. Right. They only do special things for just the fans there. They only usually do those in what they call their B and C markets, places that aren't getting TV. Um, and it's going to be more like an indie show. Those type of shows are where you're really gonna feel it's like going to a minor league baseball game it's different than going to a major league game absolutely it's i honestly i was i was thinking about this when you guys were talking about it that 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 screen trading game that i went to this year at sloan park that was probably one of the one of the better major league games i've seen and that sloan park is a fifteen thousand seater versus i know you can get 65,000 plus Chase Chase Field. 75, I think it's what? 50, Yankee 50, Stadium 70. goes about 40. Yankees goes about 42 a day. I mean, it's, they're I sold Fed, out. But still, that's not is like big. 50 to 60, I think, is, if I remember cor- correctly. I a lot. They have um, a lot of like aftermarket seating and stuff too. Exactly. And, I don't care, and I don't care what show you go to. Just go to a show. Yeah. Let's, I, let's, don't get me wrong. If you want my first ever, I'm just saying experience. My first ever wrestling show was WWE Bad Blood. Huge. Huge. It was 2003. It was um, Bad Blood used to fall right after Mania. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's 50,000 people there. I would I would say it was probably a 30, 20, 20 back in the early 2000s. It wasn't, it's not a mainstream sh- pay-per-view. It's not one of their bigger pay-per-views, but it was still a lot. When an average AEW show, even to capacity, I mean, their biggest show ever, their biggest shell-out was American Airlines Center in Chicago two years ago, and that was 25000 Yeah. Now, this show that they just announced in London at Wembley, which has 90,000 seats, that's fucking nuts. They're much bigger. They're the number one wrestling program in um, the UK. They're much so, bigger in the UK than they are here. Right. And then well, 
people in the UK are usually smarter too. So real quick, well, before we move on, I did want to talk about <laughs> AEW Collision and some of the things coming out. So we got a bunch of little things. It sounds like CM Punk back to AEW is all but a done deal. Seems like that mm. is happening. Um, which I, mean, I think it looks like you're in the movie A Scanner Darkly right now. I'm sorry. It looks like Tony's in the movie A Scanner Darkly right now. <laughs> he's like fucking fade now. Like he's like animated and shit. Like the background's all like fucking. Yeah, there you like go. That. And then instant transmission. Go. Maybe I just smoked too much weed. I don't know. It looks like that. And then as we as it's been been said for a couple of months, AEW's new show, their third official show don't count dark and elevation i'm talking tv shows will be debuting on saturdays aew collision it is sounds like it will be it was originally supposed to be another c show going to be a lot like rampage one hour saturday it, it also sounds like a porno so it stays right on their <laughs> naming well that naming tnt and warner brothers warner discovery got involved and it seems like they're all on all in with AEW. like they are all in i think we're going to get an announcement will very soon of a new tv deal i think mm. that's about to happen mm. uh, because where vince's is not up until october but he's already negotiating it tony's is up in october of this right. year right. so he needs to get one signed you need to do something um right. but they did announce this two hour two hour live show saturdays will I'm excited for it. Um, I know it's in the market now. In the market now, you don't want to go on Mondays. No. You don't. I mean, you already have Wednesdays. Mm -hmm. If you go Tuesdays, you're fighting with NXT. Mm -hmm. If you go Thursdays, you're not really fighting with impact, but then you're just coming off your show on Wednesdays and then you've got another show on Fridays. Yeah. So really Saturday was really their only, only day. Mm. Um, and in looking at a lot of comments and reading a lot of stuff, more fans are excited about this. than I thought a lot of people who don't get to watch the weekly shows are usually looking for some wrestling to watch Saturdays. Um, okay. Okay. I'm excited. It kind of brings me back to that old school TBS. I, I would love to see him do it at 6.05. Me too. Make me so happy. That'd be awesome. Um, 6.05. Uh, but, and I've also heard some rumors of it possibly leading to a soft brand split. And Will, we've talked about it. That roster is mm. so loaded. They need, yeah. more, they need more TV time. Now, mm. I would say, I think you also need to look at increasing Rampage to two hours. Mm. Because it's only an hour, right? Right. It's, it's only, only an hour. hour right now. And right now yeah. it's gonna it's taped where your other two shows are gonna be live. Gonna be live. So is Rampage mm -hmm. gonna become the C show with collision being your B show and dynamite being your A show? A show. Mm. Seashells on the seashore of the seashells. <laughs> <laughs> right, I like that, seashell Josie. things. All right, Joe. We appreciate that. Let's go ahead and move on to We'll the talk about NBA that night on yes. Fight Night 10 9 Central. Watch Fight Night. Fight Night. Yeah. All right. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and talk some basketball. Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and move into Woo! hardwood.
All right, all right. Dan, have you been watching the playoffs and enjoying Absolutely. yourself, sir? Absolutely. It's been great. First, I mean, the, the first couple of games for me have been fucking fantastic. LeBron I mean, James carrying his, carrying his team through the playoffs again. I mean, seems I mean, like every other year. The Kings doing their thing. Um, Kings going to make – I don't know who it's going to be. They're going to make somebody pay. It could no. be the Warriors. They're going to make somebody I, pay. I was actually You're talking not. to my brother real quick. I was talking to my brother last night and telling him he thought the Mavs had made it into the playoffs. I was like, no, no. the Texas team made it. No. Every California team made it. And um, and he was like, even the Kings? I was like, um, the Kings yeah. got a shot. Yeah. <laughs> The Kings got a shot. Not a great shot. And, Dan, I'm not betting against your boy. I honestly believe LeBron's got a little bit of a chip, and he's going to figure out a way into those finals this year. Um, it's going to be interesting to see that series if it comes down to it. It's going to be experience versus youth. That's going to be interesting. The only shot that the Kings have outside of making it past the first round is the HPV prevention shot that they have to get <laughs> to avoid giving HPV to all the girls they're fucking on the side. Because they're all so young. Because they're all so young. Also young. Exactly. Yep. Yes. Um, De'Aaron Fox looked ridiculous in game Didn't one. Didn't he know? Oh my god. He he was popping off. But here, I, I, I've said this to you guys. I'll say it again. They will use all their gas beating, beating Golden State in the first round. And then they will get to the second round against LeBron James, and they will get outplayed. I, I love that you guys are. I'll I'll, I'll we talk were, on my segment now. That's we, okay. We were, Everybody we, else? we were we okay. were talking about that um, real quick. We we're talking about that segment in in the chat, and um, I just think Memphis is they don't have enough. Stephen Adams is hurt. Um, now Jaws hurt. They're just in a bad spot. Uh, to, as much that it, these two just conceded that series is over. It's done. They just if both Jaw did it. Can't, if Jaw can't it is Jaw, and, and Steven Adams can't come back, that thing done. Steven Adams is out for the year. Steven Adams is okay, done. He's done, Steven Adams is not coming back. Um, so, is, um, so as they have one more, uh, Miles Brig we got, we got one, uh, Bridges. Yeah, they got one more big. Yeah, Miles yeah, yeah, Bridges. Yeah. Miles Bridges yeah. is out. Miles Bridges is a good fucking player. Yeah. Um, actually, that's that's not right. It's not Malvers. It's anyway. It's another. It's another, another important, It's an important piece. Yeah. Um, I can't remember. Yeah, who it is? But um, dude, that that series is over. That, that series is. It, it is, and like Jaws not coming back. I, they haven't done the. They haven't released anything on that yet. I don't think I haven't seen Absolutely. about what actually happened to him. Out for game two. Yeah. Uh, they they haven't said anything, and they said that the X rays were negative. But I was watching that game live when that happened. The way his wrist bent. It reminded me of when Adam Duvall messed his up and broke his wrist. That's why I said to you guys in chat, I think he just broke his wrist. Because if you if you watch that video clip, it gets bent under there and he takes weight on that arm as he's coming down off of that fall. There's got to be something torn in there at least because that hand was built was bent much farther than it's fucking supposed to be. Yep. That's overall story. Overall story. That series is done, and I think that can we just rewind real quick? Because um, I think that you guys assuming that Golden State is not. Dude, okay, so here's here's what happened in game one, Golden State-Sacramento. Sacramento played off the chain, DeMont, outside of DeMontis Sabonis, who kind of plays like that all the time. If you look at his numbers, they kind of came out the same. Um, 
So like, they're not going to get that. You're not going to get like a fucking series changing momentum thing out of DeMontis Simonis. You're just not going to get it. So De'Aaron Fox plays off the chain. The whole team really plays off the chain outside of Simonis. Um, Steph Curry misses a game winning three that he hits in his sleep. I'm not joking you. I've seen him shoot that runner before. He practices it. That is a shot that is like a layup for him. And you can see how close it got to actually going in. But he makes that shot nine times out of ten, or that's going to overtime. From um, a lot of things went right. From the man that can find a dead spot just by dribbling a fucking ball over it. That video Absolutely. was insane. That video yeah. was insane. Yeah, he um no, he's ridiculous. I mean, he's the he's the most skilled player to ever play in the NBA. And that's might be that might be somewhat controversial. I don't really know if it is. He's the greatest shooter and he's one of the greatest ball handlers. So that's that's where my math comes out of. Um it's, but he's skill wise. Skill wise. No, I said he's up there in the yeah, not not the greatest ball handler of all time. But he's yeah. up there in greatest ball handler. Like he's all time great ball handler, basically. I'll give you, you, agree with I'll that. Give you a shooter. I think Kyrie got better handles, but I'll give you a shooter. But but even even Kyrie though, all time great, all time great handles. Yeah. Steph, would you agree with me that, that Steph Curry has all time great handles as well? As not being, Curry, but yeah, he's up there. He's up. There. Yes, he's up. It, like it was, yeah, be considered like fucking Hall of Fame status handles if we, sure. if we yeah. can do it that way. Yeah. Anyway, but that's he's so this is the greatest shooter, and he's got a fucking Hall of Fame hand. You know, he's the most skilled, probably. I don't know if there's anybody else who's on those kind of levels. Like, you're the greatest at one thing, Andrew, like really fuck, you know, really high on another. Anyway, um, most skilled, but like he did, he misses that shot once out of 10 times because I know I, it's just a layup to him. And then there was one other thing, but basically, Overall story, everything went right for Sacramento, and they won by three. Everything went right think, for them. I just but, think, can you trust Golden State on the road? It, I don't think it really matters because I think that they're they're going to steal one in Sacramento. I think they're going to steal one in Sacramento, and I think they're going to they're going to win both in in Golden State. And then this is a different kind of thing. Like this is a, a something that goes to the sixth game, and like they yeah, that was the other thing. Well, thank you for bringing that up. Uh, they were in Sacramento. On top mm-hmm. of that, they're at they're they're away, which they don't play well at clearly, and you still only won by three points. I'm having trouble here's, seeing how you're going to win the rest of these games. But here's the thing: Sacramento having home court advantage throughout this series because they they finished with a better a better record. They're they have a higher seed. Sacramento has has the primary advantage. That means if it goes to seven, four games in Sacramento, three yeah. in San Francisco. Game so seven that, is in is in Sacramento as well. Game seven's in Sacramento. I have said because I, I I am rooting for the Kings in this series. I, I like the way they look. I, I, I like a good young team disruptor. Um, it's the only reason I'm leaning towards them at all. But the other thing for me is with this series, you've got you've got it coming down to if if it goes to seven games, Sacramento is winning the series. But if it's one in less than seven games, Golden State gets it. Absolutely. So if they get in six, Golden State, in seven, Sacramento. Right. I, I I would totally agree with you on that because yeah, if they, if if it, if it ends up being game seven in Sacramento, I have to take you. You have to take the Kings on that one. The underdog who's not never in the playoffs at home. The energy is going to be ridiculous. It's going to be hard to overcome for the for Golden State. Yep. I would definitely pick and them in any game State's seven. Road record and Golden State's road record is not going to be behind them. That there's going to be so much chatter on that if it comes down to that. Which for the game, I think would be great if it came down to that. But you're also going to have the fact that the, that the Lakers are going to beat the Lakers are going to close their series out in less than seven games. So the Lakers are going to get needed rest, which 
LeBron's old as fuck. Um, so you know, needs all the all the rest he can get. He don't look um, old as fuck. How old is he? Looks uh, looks pretty young and spry. No, old most forty year old. He's playing like a fucking man. <laughs> playing like one of them. But, but it, it's, it's so you're gonna you're gonna be getting as Sacramento. You're gonna be like I said, getting at you know you're gonna be using all of your gas to beat Golden State, and then you're gonna have a rested Lakers team in the next round because that's who they would face. Mm-hmm. The rested Lakers team that is just going to outplay them. And I think in the in the in this Golden State Sacramento series, that's what we're trying to get at. Kind of is that they're going to have to fucking spend a lot of energy, regardless of what happens in this. This isn't this oh, is yeah. Steph Curry ain't fucking going away easy. Oh, yeah. I'll at least give no. Sacramento that. Like they might win the series, maybe, but like I don't think they're going to. I think that I think Golden State wins in six, honestly. But um, like I think they win four out of the next five games, basically. Um, it's not impossible. No, it's not. Possible. It's definitely not impossible, especially when. Three of them will be in Golden State too. So, yes. So, I mean, that's what you're looking at. I just think that too many things went right for Sacramento, and too many things just didn't go right for Golden State. They didn't play even close to how they can play. But let's let's just say that. That Like Steph Curry was having the entire time. Whenever Steph Curry hits like four or five shots, like like he did yesterday, where I was literally just like, "Geez," I was like, "Dude, what in the fuck is that?" It's like, how the fuck do you guard that? There's no there's no way to guard these shots. If he has to be hitting those, though, that means Golden State's not actually playing their best right. because that means he's creating He's creating off of, like, it's kind of like Patrick Mahomes. It's like if Patrick Mahomes is scrambling and doing all this crazy fucking, you know, lateral throwing it and shit, that's mm-hmm. not good for the Chiefs because that means that he's having to do too much. So when, when Steph Curry has to hit those ridiculous shots, that means that they're obviously not playing well-oiled at this point. Um, Jordan Poole, by the way, I'm, I know I'm the NBA guy and should probably know this, Jordan Poole did not play yesterday, and I didn't hear anything about that before the playoffs started. I didn't hear anything about him being hurt either. That's, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's yeah, Jordan Poole. I, I didn't, didn't hear anything. And I know Wiggins is back. Wiggins is back. He he. Okay, so see the energy there. Go ahead. Sorry, uh, uh, Jordan Poole was was is day to day at this point. He okay. Uh, I think it's a it's literally like a concussion. I think it's concussion protocol or something. Okay. Yeah, because he got hit in the head during a game apparently, and it's like a concussion protocol. But that's that's good though for him because that literally just means like, hey, when you stop seeing stars and waking up with a headache, um, you can play. And he's like, cool. I didn't wake up with a headache. Um, <laughs> it's not really a you know a structural injury. There's not like um, right, right, so right. That's, that's good for him. That's now let deal. me ask you. Now let me ask you about the other series we got going on. Um, we got the Suns and the Clippers. Um, the Clippers pulling one out against the Suns. KD first loss. CC been on that roster. Um, you guys trusting the Clippers to win this, or you think the Suns are taking it? Suns will get it. It's going to take six, but the Suns will get it. Oh, the Suns are definitely going to win the series. But like, so so just too. just to clarify, I wasn't saying that head injuries aren't important. I was saying. <laughs> What I was saying is that it's basketball. <laughs> you were saying head injuries aren't important. Aren't important. No, I wasn't saying that. What I was saying is that in basketball, he's not going to get a bunch more concussions. We can agree on that, right? He's not going right, to get right. – no yeah, NBA yeah, yeah. players get CTE, basically. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they don't. Or they might have in yeah. the 80s when it was way more physical. Bah! Um, I don't but, know. Some of those Vince Carter dunks, he probably gave him some CTE when his dick slapped against their head as he was putting right. the face in, in, in Absolutely. The Absolutely. They like to, yeah. That guy, that, that guy had no idea. I don't know, because when um, 
Robert Parrish picked up Bill and Beer and slammed his ass to the court. I don't know. That's what I was saying. Like from the 80s, see? It went back there. See that? From the 80s. From the 80s right there. It went back there. And that came from the most chill dude. You knew he came out in the Boston Celtics locker room high as hell on the court. I don't care what people say. He was playing the games high. You know he was. And this dude got yeah. pit Bill Lambert, put, hit him the wrong way. And next day, you know, he picked old old boy up and well, slammed his ass. And Bill Lambert was drunk, too. Like, for oh, real, was, Bill Lambert was wasted most of those that. games. Always, I was like, hey, remember them? Always. Let's go play always. basketball. Remember those 20, Bill game, Bill 20, 20 rebounds against the Celtics? Yep. I don't. I remember Dennis yeah. Rodman was doing this thing for him, though. I do remember that. Dude, Rodman, Rodman. Rodman was probably smoking crack for real. Like, not a joke. I think, I, think him, I think him and Vernon Maxwell was doing it at the, about the same time. Or just Coke. It might have just been Coke. Coke. Like, but it was a lot of it. I mean, it was a okay. lot of it. Remember, Rodman was with. Uh, Madonna for a while, so there is a laundry list of drugs that could have come into his possession at Carmen Electra. Carmen Electra was, was real into it at that point too. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, they like, oh yeah, they were more cocaine than a Colombian drug force. I'm have you seen? <laughs> have you seen? Have you seen Dennis Rodman's nostrils? Like, I bet he can fucking do a lot. Like, literally, I'd be, I'd be like, Dennis. Sometimes I just don't like doing it with you, man. I just, don't, you know, because sometimes you're just not very fair with it. You're not very you fair. You just know, got you know, a whole bag. Yeah, there's no passing going on around here. No Dude, passing. I wish I would have part. I wish I could have party with Rodman. It's actually like a he, kind of a Rodman's nose is big enough that Bobby Brown told him to slow down at least once. <laughs> Michael Irvin told him to not do as much. Coke. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh my goodness. But yeah. yes, but yes, I do think Phoenix comes back and take this. I don't trust the Clippers. That was one hell of a performance from Kawhi. I just don't think he repeats it. Phoenix could not get into a rhythm last night because of the absence of campaign. When cap when campaign is there, the 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 way that they play, the minutes that they play, the sets that they play are completely different. And this is the ninth. That was the ninth game that they've had with KD, and they're missing a key piece in that secondary ball handler campaign. So you got to get him back, which they should very soon. They would have called him out for the series if he wasn't completely changed everything, and everybody would have been on the same page. So they're going to get him back. Right. And then from that point, Phoenix wins out. I see. See, here's the thing. Well, I uh, I do think Phoenix wins the series, but like I have way more doubt than Tony does. Obviously, like because like Kawhi last night to me looked like 2018 San Antonio <laughs> Spurs Kawhi. Yeah, and if good. they if 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 the Phoenix Suns dysfunctional as they might be at this point, um, get fucking 2018 Kawhi. Uh, uh oh, this. I mean, this. They could lose. This, they could absolutely lose this series. But like, like you said, I don't think that we have. We've seen nothing from Kawhi Leonard in the last three years that has shown that he's just going to come in here and just right. ball out for an entire right. series. Like, there's nothing that shows us that. So, like, we right. can't really go off that. That would be a shot in the dark. Let's just. That would be a hot take, and for sure. <laughs> and everybody that keeps and everybody that keeps telling me, oh, everybody keeps telling me Russell Westbrook plays so well. Um. Yeah, that's Nine the other point. thing you're not going to see any consistency yeah. if, nope. if Kawhi comes out and has a series, Seven might be back next week just to say what the fuck happened. Yeah, like this this is this is no. unfortunate. No. I mean, said, I mean how I the Suns did last night, and that, that was actually the trigger, is it was how the Suns did last night and the fact that the Red Sox are, are just in a fucking downward spiral. I see Garrett it for what Cole, it is now. 
Garrett Cole I mean, throwing nine innings yesterday and doing fucking shut out baseball. At it. Like I oh. just I can't fucking I don't have all these came together. Anymore. It came I together mean, in like a <laughs> sadness, like a sadness snowball. Of, I mean, if you go back and look at Westbrook, he was not nine nine points, ten rebounds, eight assists, but he was also three night three for nineteen from the field. Who uh, was? Russ was? Yeah. I didn't see that. Oh my god. Three for nineteen. Yeah. Field goal wise. Yeah. One for six from one for six from three and two for three from the free throw line. Had three Seven blocks, like, two steals, and only had two turnovers. Shut up. Seven, likes, him, to bag, seven likes to bag on Russ Westbrook a lot. Seven likes to bag on him 19 a lot. from the field. Um, he, like last night was in a perfect example of why he's not. He's not that guy. It's not going to happen. Like he's not going to like carry you to fucking titles. I get it. Like no. he played really well. Like did he? Like did you guys really watch? Did you watch? Because he doesn't really. He's just very active. Okay. Right. So like if a guy's if a person's around the ball, like a lot of people just think that's a good thing all the time. I'm like no, it doesn't really mean he's good. It means he he could be creating more problems than he actually makes better or helps out around the ball as well. Like which is what kind of Russell Westbrook does, right? Like if you play him off the ball, you play him off the ball. He doesn't play off the ball though either because what the fuck? He can't shoot. What are you right. doing? He's you throwing around the hoops the whole time. Like that's right. basically what it was going to be. Like and and play defense. If Russ Westbrook played better defense, he he could still obviously be a very important piece in this in this league. Oh, yeah. But he doesn't. Like I I don't know. It's it's weird. He feels like a stat puller to me. I love Russell Westbrook by the way. I, like for him to be able to munch stats in an NBA game says a lot about how talented he really is. Because Absolutely. you're doing. You're Absolutely. doing that around other NBA players. So, like anybody who says yeah. the triple doubles were all fucking inflated, um, like volume stats, dude. He got volume stats in the NBA, bro. Just yes. think about that for a second. He was like making plays for himself, going, "Oh, I'm just gonna go get that rebound real quick." Most of them can't do that. Right. So it's still a, he's still a uniquely talented individual. Now, it's it's not to say that the core that the the, um, the the criticism of Russell Westbrook isn't warranted, but you know, just like we do when we're when we're talking on After Dark, we still have to take time to recognize that that is a professional fucking athlete, and they deserve to be where they're at. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And we we talk a lot of shit, but like we we do this whole show with the understanding that obviously we're not professional athletes, okay? No. And we, we could not yeah, do no. what these guys the do. The reason that we do this show is because we're not professional athletes and we're not professional sportscasters. That's why exactly. We do that. Right. right. So, so to, for, for anybody, like, I feel like we don't say that often enough because I often feel like a fucking hypocritical asshole when I'm up here criticizing some dude who's worked harder on one craft than I've ever worked in my entire life, like doing one thing. Like it, it seems like I'm an asshole for doing that, but like it's narrative and anybody who thinks I'm an asshole, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like I, we, we like to just be assholes on the show is basically my whole point here. One thing I want to hit up real quick I mean, before we Dan go into baseball. really is an asshole, but... <laughs> In real life, hey, well, like I'm know. myself, and he's a Yankees fan, so that says a lot too. Uh, Coming from I a mean, fucking Dodgers fan, really? Right? Uh, like, right? And one more thing. And one more thing. I'm at least we still like our team. Coming from a fucking Boston Red Sox fan, at least we're still oh, fans. Oh. Yeah. Your hey, team Erica. Is in sock. I'm surprised we haven't gotten word out of him yet. And then one more thing I'm gonna hit on the NBA very quickly. The Milwaukee Bucks go down to the Miami Heat. Um, but Giannis looks to be day to day. I hadn't I hadn't heard anything else but that. Um, so I think I think that once he comes back, Milwaukee takes control of that series over Miami. Tyler Hero's injured too, for sure. Um, yeah, that that 
Giannis injury too is good for not like not good, but like it's good for Milwaukee just because that's just a that's just a he hit the ground really fucking hard. Um, mm-hmm. The announcer the announcers were saying the announcers were saying that they could feel it from yeah. where they were sitting. So like they could feel it on the floor. So that's how hard like he hit fucking like that's a big dude falling really fucking hard on the ground. So like that it's not he's gonna be sore, but that's not yeah. gonna be like an injury that like you have to worry about like re straining or anything you know what i'm saying oh, like, yeah. he falls oh, on his back again it's just gonna be the same thing it's not gonna be like yeah, yeah, yeah. re-injures is like falling on his back which that's a good thing yeah. for milwaukee and i completely agree with you will they're gonna take it like do milwaukee is fucking good and if they if they have one 90 uh Giannis, 90 Giannis is better than pretty much any player in the nba right now oh, yeah. um outside of a couple um for sure so you mean the three-time mvp the the three-time mvp Giannis antetokounmpo yes a N T E T O K O U N M P O Antina Kumpo. And I'm sorry. And I wouldn't sorry, have got the I'm, thing I'm, on that. And one. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this because I got some I got some um from hate the other night. Um look, I I love Jokic. I do do not get me wrong, but that man has no business winning a third MVP. No. Well, I don't care well, what I s- people say. I don't think he's going to. I don't right. Think he is either. It's gonna be Joel Embiid, yeah. Yeah. Who walks who walks like a 90-year-old woman, by the way. If you haven't <laughs> seen him walk when he's not on the floor, it's hilarious. I should I sent you guys that video. I hope you watched it. Cause just the beginning of it, just the beginning of it, just watch how he's walking, dude. It's hilarious. He it seems like he's so sore or something. That because mm-hmm. he's so huge, dude, is what it is. He's so huge that like his joints and shit just hurt all the time when he's on the floor. I kind of feel sorry for him. That's dude, I kind of feel dude. sorry for him because I feel like his feet hurt all the time, like and his knees do, because he plays professional sport. But like on the fucking floor, dude, he's so athletic. It's unbelievable. Like when he gets warmed up, you're like, what? And how is a fucking 7'2, dude? He weighs every bit of 330 pounds, by the way. Yep. Every yep. fucking bit of 330 yep. pounds. And he's just out there fucking dancing around, doing fucking step throughs and shit. I'm like, what is what is this? Right. If there was a normal human that you knew that was seven foot two. 330 pounds that person's in a wheelchair i'm not even joking after a certain point that person probably gets around mostly on like in a wheelchair unfortunately because that's like really big to be very 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 big the human body is not developed to be that big normally dude no and yes he has a lot of fucking feet or he has a lot of fucking bones in his feet and those bones are all the size of lighters pick lighters so they're they get they're fucking crazy like in their yeah that's why Yao quit feet yep, too, yep, too big. Yep. but it's yep. I'm just saying it's like it's unfortunate that he walks like that already because I feel like he's already like very sore all the time and shit. Oh, like, yeah. What's he gonna be like when he's fucking seventy, dude? Like I'm surprised Kareem gets around like he does still. But Kareem was light. Kareem was very like yeah know, he, he was, was like, yeah like he was slender. yeah he was slender his, yeah his bones are made of balsa wood. <laughs> I was gonna say, did Kareem really have any issues with his feet during his career though? Nothing no, I don't remember. Not. I was he was. Saying, I don't ever remember hearing anything about that. Dude, I bet he, he was fucking two thirty though. Maximum. I bet. Yeah. I bet Kareem was probably like two thirty, like in his in his Laker days, like older Kareem. Yeah. I mean, was he just because like, oh, you remember because you remember when the Lakers made it to the finals, it made it to the finals, and he was at uh, that older player stage. The Lakers offense went on to him to come up the floor. They just yeah, they basically just like he was just there for defense. He, yeah, he was just there for defense. Yep. Yeah, I've seen those games. That that yep. was always weird to me. Will, thank you for clearing that up for real. That was because he, he was so bad say, on offense. Because Magic would just dribble. Oh my and god! Dribble, dribble, Magic, and, and, and then Kareem would just come floor right behind everybody. It makes else. sense. It makes yeah. sense. Yeah, he would like yeah. just trail. It was it was him yeah. trailing every play. But just like they would trail. let him get into yeah. they would let him get into the set first. Like you get into a set four on five, and then you just like Kareem just trails. And if he's open, you yeah, throw it to him in the middle. Like, 
Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then you just do a layup or a hook. It was a it was a fucking one step hook, and that was pretty much I, it. But like, I yeah, that's fucking man, funny, him, dude. I swear, man, him and Bill Cartwright had shots that you just could not block. Yep. And that I Bill mean, Cartwright, so and that Bill tall. Cartwright, and that Bill Cartwright shot reflected. The, yep, from up from up here. Like from if you can shoot from your tip position, basically. Andrew Tall. He was already, so yeah. he was already a seven footer. Yeah, and then Dirk, and then there's Dirk. Yep, who, yep, who yep. literally put the ball over his head. Like he was over his head back here. Like so when yep. he shot it, it was like back in here. Like yep. that's ridiculous. That's full extension, seven footer from behind his head. So it's impossible. And you, yeah. And you have no chance of blocking it. No. Yep. And and oh. that's and you know what the genius thing about that, Will, is like those guys crafted those shots. Those guys crafted those shots under those conditions. So like they yep. figured out that yep. like this is unfucking blockable if I do it this way. Yep. And then they practiced it like that. Yep. And they just got really good at like so when a dude's in your face, you can literally just not even see the fucking basket. You, you just know where him, you're at. If you had let Cartwright gather the ball and he's going up over. Uh-uh. uh-uh. You're, he's he's gonna get an open shot, is what it is. Like it's not, not like he's gonna make it every time, but yep. he's gonna get an open shot. That's an open yep. shot. Yep. Like that's fucking crazy. Like to yep. think that you could because you could practice that. And it's yep. like weird. It's you know what? it's ridiculous. One other thing on, on the NBA. Did you know? That the T Wolves and the Nuggets are in the playoffs, dude. I fucking literally turned it off. I turned it off in the middle of the game last night. Ain't that weird? I, Ain't that weird though? They, and, and what's what's crazy is the the Nuggets are the one seed in the West, and nobody gives a fuck, dude. Nope. I said on the nobody. show last week. No, nope. during the segment nope. on the show last week, I was like, "Who's even good in the West?" Like that was that people, was a that was a serious people, question. I was like, "People are looking at other seeds." People are looking at Phoenix and not paying a damn and bit of attention LA. to the Nuggets. Not paying and, not one bit of attention to the Nuggets. And Phoenix is the four seed. Yep. Yep. There's a reason for that, guys. Yeah. People are saying LA. Like, Sammy, you just said LA might go to the finals. I don't know if it's Josie. said that LA might go to the finals. That's a legitimate thing at this point because this nobody the in the West has taken over anything. It, it really is. We were literally talking, Dan, not three weeks ago. How LeBron will make it into the playoffs, and they will possibly make it to a conference final, and that will Basically. be that will be it. Now, but, but, but that's probably still pretty true. Yeah. But now I'm looking at it, and I'm like, there's a 25 to 40. Look at that West. That LeBron is in these finals. Look yeah. at that Western Conference. No one stepped in to be the leader of that conference. You're no right. one's taking a definite step. To being the best team in that conference, everybody's all bunched together. It's kind of like college football. Everybody's the the top four or five teams all bunched together. No, and you're and you're 100 right. It's like, but but I, I think that that what could make the Nuggets dangerous is if they, you know, let's say they, you know, they beat the T Wolves in five, which is I don't think out of out of question. No. Um, and then they they they, they line up to face the Suns, and they're pissed off because. Everybody's got the Suns picked over them. So they're going in as the one seed with an underdog mentality. True, true, true. What's that going to do to that matchup? Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. again, I'm not trying to blow smoke up, up Jokic's ass or anything, but those are the type of situations where weird shit happens. Right. I'm just saying. Right. It is, but like I think that also part of that, and I got what you're saying, but like I – I think that part of that is that nobody believes that Nikola Jokic is going to get pissed off about anything. Mm-mm. They don't. They don't. They don't. They don't fear Nikola Jokic. 
Nobody in the NBA fears Nikola Jokic. He's a two-time MVP. That's probably the only two-time MVP that you could actually say about that, that nobody's like, oh, shit, we got to play that guy. Like, I, I feel like nobody him. is actually – they respect him, and they yeah, get it when they actually they play him. Yeah. But they don't fear him on the outside when they're not – you know, like, in the game they probably do because they're like, fuck, we can't stop this fucking guy. But, like, mm-hmm. at the same time, they're probably just like – on the outside, it's like, ah, I don't really fucking care about playing him that much. You know, like, it doesn't bother me to go into a game and play him. Like, in the game, you're like, okay, shit, he's fucking good. But like right. maybe you're not. I, I feel like there's nothing there. He he almost never gets visibly upset. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like he never gets into like skirmishes. He's he is physical for sure. He's he plays had a physical. Shots, has right. had a couple. He's had a couple of fucking spats. But like other than that, mm-hmm. like but, nobody's scared of him. Especially the Marquis, right. the Morris brothers ain't fucking scared of him. We'll tell you that much. Yeah, not a. What is scared of motherfuckers? That's what I'm saying. That's that's what I'm saying, dude. Those two dudes, bro. Hey, they were on my. I had a very first uh, episode of the fucking Hardwood Wednesdays, Mm -hmm. ten nine central. Um, No, like very first episode, I had the the scariest dudes to ever play, and you were on. Remember, Mm -hmm. and we talked about the scariest scariest NBA players, Mm -hmm. and Markeith and Marcus were both on my list because those dudes scared the shit out of me. Like those two, those two could fuck somebody up, dude. You could tell that they they will throw down at a a drop of a hat as well. They will absolutely throw down. Well, I'm not but, saying you are, but I'm saying like you, maybe I know because other other NBA guys maybe stay away from those dudes. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're gonna try and fight somebody, maybe Nikola Jokic, you idiot. Like <laughs> maybe stay, stay away from the twin brothers who will both kick your ass. Not a good idea. Well, it's like, Here's finding Ron, it's like finding Ron Simmons in an alley. You don't want to <laughs> do it. You don't want to do it. But the, the the thing that I look at is because like the, with the Nuggets, they are number one seed. And everybody treats them like they're a one-dimensional team where it's just Nikola Jokic that is a difference maker on that team. But that that starting five is is actually on paper not bad. You've got Jamal Murray, Contavious Caldwell Pope, Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon, and 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 Jokic. Like KCP is terrible. I, KCP is terrible. But outside of that. I love that. I love that starting lineup outside of KCP. You should just replace him with somebody. I hate KCP. Me, me too. I literally, I literally feel like anybody in the NBA. This is us again, just being fucking hypocritical dicks. Like I, I feel like anybody in the NBA could just like fucking literally replace KCP. Yeah. And he just, nothing changes or it gets better. Like I feel like the only yeah. thing that can happen is he gets better. Like I'm like, God damn it, he does nothing. Like he doesn't. It feels like he's just on the floor and he doesn't actually do anything. I know that he plays good defense. I get that. Like I feel like he doesn't actually do anything else, which is right. weird because you should feel like every NBA, like if you're gonna win, everybody has to be able to do something. He's a lesser. Yeah. Ver- he he's a much lesser version of Jay Crowder. What's at least Jay Crowder gives you smaller. offense. Well, and Crowder, right. you know, and what's at least crazy? it gives you at least Jay gives you offense to go along with that defense. And it's, and when you doesn't give that, then you that. But the thing of it is, like for me, when you know, yes, it's it's a little harder to judge the defense of a player because there's not a lot of there's not as many defensive statistics in the NBA, but there's a couple that you can look at, okay? And that's blocks and steals, the core, the pretty core pieces of defense in the NBA, right? Yep. And so or, you, so yes, no. sorry, I don't, I don't know. I'm not trying to get analytical. But like, obviously, there are other things that you can look at, but when we look at those. He's got – he averages a half a block a game and one and a half steals per game. I like deflected balls, though. Deflected balls is a good stat. Um, um, for Will, though, there's, there's, a, there's a deflected ball stat 100%. I, Will, you're not mature enough for that, are you? DB. Um, DB. DB. Yeah, for real. That's interesting. Yeah, DBs. For real. I mean, there's yeah, there's, there, there's like a percentage and shit in the NBA, too. They have yep. like a bunch of weird metrics. 
Yep. Yeah, and, but like, and, he doesn't really always show defense. And it's and, like he's know, in the same conversation as Pat Bev. Yes. Yeah, worse though. He's worse though because yeah, worse. The advantage, yeah. the advantage of Pat Bev is he can take your he can take players out of the game mentally. That's yes. and 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 you know just as much as I, I'll give him shit about his numbers on the stat sheet, we understand that that is that is the decided impact of Pat Bev. Pat yep. Bev has better numbers than KCP, and he still takes opponents out of the game mentally. So yeah, it, it, it's. As much as I don't like Pat Bev, I gotta defend. I gotta say it's disrespectful to Pat Bev to put him in that same boat, right? Because I, well, he actually has yeah. more, a lot more. I just, I just, I just think stats wise, they're in the same boat. Now, game impact, no, but I think stats wise, they're pretty much in the same boat. They're not gonna give you a whole lot, particularly on the offensive end. Um, they both they both are decent three point shooters. KCP yeah. can KCP shoots it at about thirty six percent. About thirty six, thirty five percent. Yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, he can hit a three. Like he's not going to shoot that much, but like Pat if Bev you can get a time what, to three 30, out of him. Pat Bev about what thirty two, thirty three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he's pretty there. good. Yeah, one out of every one out of every three we want to be making. You know what I'm saying? Thirty three percent feels like about about what you should be doing, um, especially if you do timely shots. You know, if you're shooting yeah. timely shots, yeah. and you're only shooting thirty three percent. Though that's probably not great. If you pick, you if, see, if, if they pick their spots, yes, they should shoot higher. Actually, I'm saying they should shoot a little higher because then you get open shots a lot. Right. Um, but yeah, head, he's actually uh, his regular season for for the Nuggets for percentage. It's at forty two. Okay, that's respectable. That's like, good. Really respectable. That, yeah, that is career pattern, though. But was he career? Career, it's what's the math? We said thirty six. Um, thirty six and a half. So yeah, okay. that's, that's a decided difference. Yeah. That's a, yeah. that is a decided difference because you know Pat yeah. Bev can't hit thirty six percent of his threes. <sighs> He like, might have been some year. It, with Houston, he definitely did. If you go back, if you go back to Houston, not, for, Bev, his, not for his career. He's not a thirty-six percent. No, 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 no. But when he was in Houston, he had the green light to shoot more. Right, and he did actually shoot it pretty well. So yeah. it, he'd actually, and he said he said the latter of his career. So like when he was a prime athlete was obviously when you know Pat Bev was the best. When that's when most players are obviously like when they're prime athletic physical form. Um, some of them get better when they're, you know, they just learn how to play in the game or whatever they older guys, but most of them just prime physical shape. Oh, yeah. And that was when Pat Bev was clearly the best, right? Cause oh, yeah. that's his game. That's his game. It's like playing defense takes a lot of athleticism. Um, and then that was kind of like his game was just driving a couple times and doing some athletic stuff. Dude, right. th- that follow, Will, you probably saw it, the, that oh. fucking follow that he had with the Lakers, like one of his last mm-hmm. games he played with the Lakers where they were all like, what the fuck just happened? Like they were all like, Whoa. What did Pat Bev just do? Like it, it was a crazy athletic play. And I think he does that too. So he's got kind of like a surprise factor to him. It's a surprise to everything. Bring a camera out and show a fucking referee. Um, <laughs> well, he, good this. surprises and bad surprises. <laughs> I, I will say, I, I, I will say that I, I just learned something. So Pat Bev's career three point percentage is thirty seven point three. I was gonna but say, yeah. Year, so career wise, he is all right. I, I, I will concede that. But this year, he's only he's less than thirty one percent. I think that's more <laughs> so significant downturn this year but yeah. career-wise yes he does have very respectable numbers beyond the arch multiple seasons above 40 percent I, um, I, th- I think he is in the hall of good not yeah, very he's not good, a hall of good yeah he's in a hall of good he's in a hall of a good he's in a hall of a good player i don't I think bet. he's yeah i don't think he's we, in the hall of the very good but i think he's in a hall of the good Pat well, Bev is Pat Bev is one of the top 
of the Hall of Good. The weird thing about this, though, is like he's been in the league for 10 plus years now, right? Mm-hmm. So anybody in anybody that's been in the league for 10 plus years, what are we judging them on? Because we could judge them on the guys who played for six months and they're in the fucking Hall of Very Good at that point. But yeah, if, right. if we're just judging it on the on the guys who have had longer careers, like the guys yeah. who have played for the longest, yeah, yeah he's yeah. in the Hall of yeah. Above Average. It's not, you know, like, but he, yeah. did, he, but he, did, he did have a 10 plus NBA year NBA career. So at some point, real, he was above average. I think the real way to really think about it in the NBA especially, is Pat Bev a guy you will be talking about five years after he retires? Will his name ever come up again five yes. years after he For retires? me, it will. For Absolutely. me, it will. And that's the thing. That's why I think that Pat means. is the top of that good player. Hall of but not for play, player. though. Not necessarily for play. play. It's be for craziness. For all the antics. Yeah. But okay, let me ask you this. Guys, you've got guys like Harden that will be there for antics and play. Let me answer this. Yeah, heard, Would yeah. you put the answer you guys this? Would you take Pat Viv and put him in the same conversation as Lance Stevenson? Yes. Yeah. I actually yeah, 100%. A good comparison. It's a very good comparison. Yeah, it makes sense. Um I think it goes along with those guys. Uh Lance was the more happy version of Pat yeah. Beverly. Pat, Pat Beverly is like the angry version of Lance Stevenson. Guy. Yeah, Lance is the happy dude. Sure. Lance did, does the yeah, 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 and they're blowing like your all ear. that stuff. And like he, like and I don't ever see Pat Beverly like do happy stuff. It's always like either he's crying after a Minnesota play play in tournament win, or um, he's like he's hitting somebody, or there's like he's like angry about stuff. Like it's it just Pat, me Pat seems like he's very angry about things. Like, we see him as an that's what, pissed me off about, that's what pissed me off about Pat Bev. Mother, you are crying over a play-in game. He, he did the Kobe, bro. Even, it's he not did the, even the first round. You are crying at a play-in game. Well, he pulled the top of the scores table. Kobe pulled the jersey to the side. I'm not joking. It was actually in there. He yeah. actually did that. He stood up on it and did the, whoo, that thing. He did it. The Kobe thing. Like, that's a fucking finals win versus, like, what are you doing? What What is going on right now? Act like you've been there. It's because Pat knew that that's going to be his last. That's it. It's because Pat knew that's going to be his last any type of playoff win. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Mostly the last big moment where he actually had an impact on the game. Yeah, I get it. Because, honestly, honestly, Pat could retire off of that and probably be happy. I'm gonna thank y'all for having me here tonight. It's been so special. <laughs> I don't know what you to was. say. <laughs> he just loved, yeah. just loved his teammates. Will loved his teammate, and he knew his, that that was his last year there. For sure. <laughs> he was on one year deals the rest of his career. Well, he did and the rest of the way through. That's all. <laughs> Getting traded four times. Yep, yep, yep. Didn't see we the last are, one coming. We are at halftime in Sacramento. The Kings are up fifty-eight, fifty-two. A uh, couple of notable things here. Um, they already have, they had 13 turnovers in the first half. Who did? Who? Uh, the Golden the State had 13 turnovers in the first half. Um, Kings had 12. So, I mean, not far behind it going back and forth, but six point difference. Um, Curry is the only starter in double digits. How many has he got? Uh, 15. In the second quarter? No, total. No, I'm saying in the second quarter. Like it's in the second quarter. The game's in the second quarter because it's 58-54. Half-time. Oh, it's halftime. Okay, that's a low scoring half-time, as fuck. 58, half to 58-52. Um, that's Curry has 15. 
Now, on the other side with the Kings, Sabonis is the leading scorer right now at 12. Um, and De'Aaron Fox and uh, Kevin Huter both have nine. But you've got um, the leading, uh, the second leading scorer right now for the Kings is Malik Monk with 11. So Malik you're going to get a lot more bench points out of the Kings than the Warriors. This may naturally. Be- naturally so unless the, the the kings can pick or unless the warriors can pick it up in the second half we're gonna see the kings go up 2-0 in this series and hey. is jordan play, is, is jordan pool playing is jordan pool playing in the game right now probably not oh jordan yeah jordan pool's got 10 minutes he's got four yep. points and two rebounds he's got okay. but his they're a minus seven with him on the floor so mm. this is this is how this series goes we've seen him before this series is going to be a bunch of close games Okay, they're all going to come down to the, they're all going to come down on the wire, and my question to you guys is, who do you trust more? And this is a pretty obvious one: who do you trust more, Demontis Sabonis and De'Aaron Fox, or Steph Curry and Clay Thompson? In the heat of games, when somebody needs a big shot, right now we have no prior evidence on Sabonis or De'Aaron Fox, so we obviously have, have to, to go. go. Adam, if you the bet, man, you go with Curry and Thompson. Exactly. So. Well, I, I'm not a very good betting man, so I would probably go the opposite direction. If, you, if your instinct was my money was like, unless you bet like me. But instinctually, we're going to go with Curry and Thompson. Yes, like, yeah. like, yeah. yes, we yeah. should probably should vote opposite or any yeah. or the opposite of anything Charles Barkley says, for sure. <laughs> which is hilarious. There's some big old women out there. Hilarious, dude. Just watch yeah, Charles Barkley. Whatever he bets on, do the opposite. Hey, bet I'm the opposite. Sorry. And hey, it's the best like, bet you can possibly have. They got some big old women down there, y'all. Some big old women down there. They got some big old women where Josie at. Some big old women down there. Big old women. Some big yeah. old women. Chuck's some Chuck's the man, women. dude. Chuck's the man. We going down hey, there. We going. Have you ever watched like get, one of his inter, like his podcast we're interviews? Get, we're going to get some cheeros. Let's get the cheeros. Chuck's podcast interviews make me love him. Like oh, yeah. I, I will, I've only oh, heard yeah. like two of them, so but he's, so he's fucking awesome, dude. He's such a good dude. He really is. Like I feel like he's actually a good dude. Like he just doesn't really know why he has to not say stuff, which is hilarious to me. Like I, he's like, I don't know why I just don't, I don't know why I just don't say it. And like, yeah, I don't no, get why, I, I don't get I why that. people, I don't get why TNT made him stop saying. It. I would have kept saying it. Fuck it, I would have kept saying. It's so fucking stupid. The, he thinks it's stupid the too. Women in San Antonio were like calling and complaining to the um, probably so, probably no, so. There was no, but that's the it thing. Really did. Like, there was like one or two though? of them that did because for every one that was calling and complaining, there was an entire group of women that were greeting them at any outdoor event, cheering for him and giving him hugs and wanting his fucking <sighs> autograph because they thought yep. it was funny also, as hell. Also, yep. also like, yeah, like, I mean, that's, that's literally, you could say that about any state and it's funny. Yeah. Like, Ohio, some big fucking women in Ohio. Like that's, he's doing it to be <laughs> funny, dude. Like it's not. Like, yeah, there's big old women in Texas. Like, dude, he's not even talking about Texas. He's making a joke, basically. He's basically just making a joke. That's his version version of a Seinfeld, the the age-old Seinfeld. And what's the deal with airline food? Exactly. What's the deal with big women up in Ohio? And one more thing. And one more thing. Women in Wisconsin. And one more thing. We're already looking at a sweep because the 76 has got to win against the Brooklyn Nets. Sweep! So... Tell you what, there actually is some big old woman in Nebraska. There actually is. It. I've seen him with my it. own eyes. I believe. Obviously, man. Somebody, I, I mean, my son was living up there. Dangerous I had to come for you, I, my, my son was leaving. My, my son was living up there for a minute some years ago. I had to go pick him up and bring him back down to Georgia. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I saw you, some to go. We're dangerous, man. Good looking, they're, good looking. They're, good they're, looking eating, they're eating bananas and drinking you hoos. Absolutely. With flip flops on, cuz at the same time, yeah, like Bruh. yeah. That's bro. I had to get the hell out. That's the Nebraska special. It is, man. <laughs> hey, the Nebraska special is chili and cinnamon rolls. You guys don't know fucking nothing about that shit. Will, have you ever had chili, like a bowl of chili, with a cinnamon roll, and hell you dip no. the cinnamon? You dip the cinnamon roll in the chili, dude. It is the uh, fucking greatest thing you will ever taste. You're gonna be like, "Thank you so much for showing me this." Get, like, oh my god, good, what the fuck? A good red chili. It's uh, got a little bit spicy. of spicy to it. But spice, yeah. You you want you, you want to get it above average spice, and okay. then a nice, good, regular cinnamon roll. You dip pieces in it, and uh, this, this it's that sweet and spicy combo, dude. And the first time somebody said that, I said, "Dude, I don't smoke that much weed." Um, yeah. And the, the other one is is peanut butter and chili. Where's that one from? Peanut butter with chili. Peanut butter uh, and chili. We do. Okay. We do. Peanut butter yeah. and chili is actually a West Coast thing because that my mother. Yeah, interesting. Uh, it's really good. But, you, but what? Are you, but you said chili and cinnamon rolls. Cinnamon rolls. Actually, cinnamon rolls. Okay. So I make a five alarm chili. It's got some serious spice. I like spice. I might have Perfect. to try that. I'm Dude, try it's that. so yeah, good. I'm have to try it that. It's in a, it's, came from Nebraska, or as far as I know. I know people who shit talk it, but peanut butter on a piece of white bread folded in half with some fucking red ba- chili is fucking how, delicious. No, I, how about the so right. delicious? The the Elvis, I mean the Elvis. You guys know what the classic Elvis sandwich was, right? The Elvis Presley bananas. Peanut, no, pe- no, peanut butter, peanut butter, bacon, and jelly was the was the staple. Elvis sandwich, dude, it's so good. Really? It's so yeah, it's like, fucking good. Oh, um, I, I make them all the time now. I'm like obsessed with them for real. I just like literally toast bread, peanut mm. butter jelly, like a normal peanut butter jelly sandwich, and then just really? put bacon on it. Fucking fantastic. Use mm. a good use a good maple bacon, and it's it's top notch. Wow, yeah, really good. That's what he's, yeah. He Elvis just do the whole loaf of bread, right? The whole loaf of bread, cut it in the half before wow. they were sliced. Cut it and then just do whole whole jar of peanut butter, whole jar of jelly, and a pound of bacon was the sandwich. And then you eat yeah, it in slices. We got yeah, to dude, do it's that. fucking great. It's it's awesome. We got to do that. All right, Next let's on go the ahead. Network. <laughs> let's go ahead and finish up the show with some ML, MLB action. Seven, you're up, my friend. Let's go with seven. seven stretch. I do have to say, until you return, this is the last time I'm playing this. I'm retiring it. Until you it's, come back, it goes in the box. It goes in the vault. Put it in the box. In the box. But in it's still going to be out there for any of us to use, Put right? The during this, just so no. I can use it randomly. No one gets to use it. He just deleted it, it in the, the box. Deleted it. I want to be the best in the game. Invest in my name. Check no restraints. I'm obsessed with the pain. I ingest. I retain. Assess and I change. Possessed by the thought, I'll be free one day from society's restraints. Mon- All right, let's. I go can there. see that shit over here. Uh, Fucking delete it. Baseball season is in full swing. Of course, it wouldn't be April baseball without Giancarlo Stanton going down. Um, I knew this was going to be something. I <laughs> knew this was going to be something. The Yankees' biggest, biggest hey, franchise we, baseball. What did we discuss? Like, he is no longer Giancarlo Stanton. He is the ass. Okay. Giancarlo, the ass. Well, the yeah. ass didn't want to have to work his ass off for 162 games, so he'll be out for probably a month. Uh, to two months, which is normal this time of year if you look at the schedule of things. Um, Giancarlo but, ain't got ain't got that dog in him, Johnny. <laughs> no, he doesn't. I say I'm, he definitely I'm, gave me Butler that for sure. I definitely respect the outing he had the Butler. other day. Complete game. 
no runs, a complete game shutout baseball, only a couple of hits. That's why he's the ace right now. As much as as much as we can appreciate Rodon once he gets back is 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 an amazing pitcher and one of the best in Major League Baseball. Garrett Cole is earning his is earning his money right now. How's that one two punch, by the way? That's, I gotta, that's, I gotta, that's two top that's ten two. MLB aces. I gotta give it Stop. to Garrett. Because last season and the year before after he left the Astros, I thought the Yankees may have gotten the bad end of that deal. Um, and I know you said Dan last year he he did have he had a a good season. It wasn't necessarily the season you expect out of Garrett Cole. Dude, he's gonna go yeah like sixteen and eight, three point three ERA, and he's gonna strike out two hundred and fucking forty guys. Is what happens. He, he strikes he, fucking he people out like, like he did today. He could possibly be in the discussion for the Cy Young. If yeah, if he has starts like that, good fucking yeah. complete game shutout 10Ks. Yeah, that's nasty. Like he was yeah. nasty yesterday. They were checking his motherfucking hands for shit the whole time, by the way. Every just inning. the whole time. And doing it, they did it to Herman too, because Herman the night before struck out 10 guys in four and a half innings. Four, four and two thirds, four and two thirds in yeah. case. Perfect game. He had a perfect game through the sixth. And so, every time he goes over, they're fucking, they're checking his hands like real hardcore, dude. Like they, they stopped the game and told him to wash his hands before he comes out of the dugout because he was, he said what? he was eating like fucking, yeah, he For said he was real? eating something. Swear to God, they said I could read the dude's lips, the the crew chief, and he was telling him if you eat something, wash your hands. Is what I saw. If you eat something, wash your hands because like he was eating something in the dugout and it was like making his hands weird. <laughs> and, like it was like Cheeto dust. It was like Cheeto dust. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? They, Does it make I, a ball stick? They give up nine runs to the Twins in the first inning of the first game in the Twin series and then have just been on a fucking tear yeah. since that game. And Dude, so I'm telling you right now. Yankees, the Rays finally did lose. Um, they tied the NL and AL record for best start before they lost. Um, but they were 14-0, right? Good for them. And, 14-0 is fucking weird in baseball, dude. That's like a video game. That's that's a great look right. That's true for playing baseball from back in the day. Mm -hmm. But it's I, I went 148 and 14, Tony. <laughs> what I don't think that we're gonna see um a kind of continued performance that they will peter out. Uh they will be a Jesus Christ. You you literally just set them up to like you're like this this team's gonna make a run because you know they are because you're smart. And then you're like, you're like, oh, what? I gotta talk shit on them at the end. No, no, I don't think they're gonna make a run. I don't think this holds. I think this is a great start, but I think the Rays are a team that doesn't know they're bad yet. So you're saying that, yeah, like, that's what what they're saying last week. There's a lot of bad teams. There's a lot of teams running that don't know they're bad, and they're one of them. And that's it's it happens at the NBA at the start of the season. They will be a wild card team. Um, depending on who they face, they could get to the second round. We're talking about the Yankees. No, the, no we're talking about the Rays now. Okay, Rays. okay, Rays. Mm -hmm. Rays. Uh, now the Yankees, I still have picked for the division. Um, I, I, I right can see the Rays winning the division and then us doing the wild card. You know what I'm saying? But like, I don't, I don't I think they're a better team. That. I and the reason why I don't think the Rays will get the division is because I don't think that they're a better team. I think the Yankees, especially once you get Rodon right. back, that's going to tighten up and you're going to be dropping fewer and fewer games. The Rays are only going to continue to drop games as people figure out where they're at this year because that's what it amounts to is being able to get footage and scouting reports on what they're doing. Yep. So, for me, it comes down to I I, I respect Tony. You really, you really think that's what it is, Tony? Though, for real, you think that's what it is? Though, like the with like they they do they have a lot of like schemes and stuff, don't they? Kind of. It's 
they, they, they have been playing ball differently than some expect, I feel like. And their pitchers have been more locked in than I think a lot of people expected. But, but like in years past, though, you know what I'm saying? Like they're always good, though. They're always they're, good. And like their rosters aren't really that great. Their, their farm system's amazing. I get it. But like you don't win it with young players in Major League Baseball consistently. You know what I'm saying? Right, so like, and, that, and that's, that's and my and question that's to you. Really, it's right, a veteran league. It it, it's a veteran league. You're not going to see a bunch of consistency out of the race. You'll see, a, you, you might see a couple of good stretches. You might even see a, you know, a, a 15. A 15-game win streak again from them at some point this season, probably coming up towards the break when a lot of teams are more resting their starters um, to give them more time off. Uh, but for the Rays, they're a wild card team. Their ceiling is probably the second round, depending on who they face and how they can do. But again, with extended series, anything can happen, so you never know. Right. But I don't think they have a roster that's a that's a World Series roster, especially when you, you look at their gonna, go ahead. Is our offense? Yeah. I was just asking you, I guess, because they're offense. I mean, it, yeah. Wander, Wander's a fucking superstar. Wander, Wander Franco is a superstar. And so is Randy Arozarena. Arozarena like, is a superstar. There Other is, than that. There is talent on that roster, but there's not enough talent to keep consistency on that roster. And that's what you need to be successful in today's game, especially with the shorter games. It can't be, oh, you know what, you know. I'll wake. I'll be woken up by the fifth inning, and I'll start getting a couple hits. No, now that's the end of the fucking game. Yeah. So you need to you need to get going. You need to show up ready to work. Right now, the Rays are showing up ready to work. But as the other teams catch out, catch on to that, and they start to get better routines, understanding the pace of the game and the importance of not dragging your ass to start the game, you're going to see much tighter competition for the Rays, and you're going to see them start dropping a bunch of games. I, I at some point they will have a ten game losing streak this season. And you hadn't even happen. brought up, and God forbid, you hadn't even brought up injuries yet. Exactly. Exactly. It's it, it's. But you look at those teams that are actually doing well that that I think can remain consistent. The Diamondbacks have built their team up so well, quietly, and as much as I hate Ken Kendricks, <laughs> Lavulo is one of the is one of the unheralded solid managers in baseball toward Lulo. And he does a damn good job building a really good culture in his clubhouse. And I think it's really started to bleed through the diamondbacks will be consistent enough to get a wild card team this year. For this is Tony's Seattle Mariners. 2017? This is Tony. This is Tony's uh, branded Seattle Mariners from last year. I don't, I don't know what we should call it. Yeah. Maybe Tony's, Tony's Tony's takedowns of the or Tony's uh some, some kind of under some kind of like underappreciated team that's going to be good because yeah, that's that's your team this year is Arizona yep. I can tell yeah because last year it was Seattle and it worked and it actually was one hundred percent legitimate that was from the beginning of the yep. year yep so listen people fucking listen and I, Zach, I, Gallon's, I, Zach Gallon's a freak Zach Gallon is a fucking freak and he did great yesterday um you you, you know and, and honestly. The, the, the D-backs, the D-backs will have more problems when Mad Bum is pitching than when he's not. That is that he is. What's crazy is to say that he is old enough now. He's not really throwing much about he's 80 not. to 90. He is the dead weight in that starting rotation. For real. And, and, and right. that's crazy to think. Hey, here, that's well, the crazy thing is, though, I mean, too, on that is like regular season, you're 100% right. Like he's not going to have a great regular season. He's probably going to have a losing record. But the thing is, like, when they get in the playoffs, you know when Mad Bum getting in playoffs, it's it's Mad Bum style. Like he did that dude's been there fucking a long time, and he fucking he's a savage. That guy's I got dog. Mad Bum's I a dog. Based, I, he, 
there is some dog in him, but I don't think he's on the roster by the All-Star break. Really? You think they're just going to get rid of him? I think I'd they're going to get rid of him. Because it, it's the experience would be good in the clubhouse because there's not a, a there's well there's some talent on that roster there's not a lot of playoff experience in that clubhouse but are you really do you really think you can talk him into going back into the, the bullpen or being Bro, the starter I, on bullpen day hold up guys what, I, what i'm saying is i just think that he i think that he fucking um even at this age, I think he's still a fucking dog in the playoffs, dude. You don't, I mean, you remember 12 through 16. They won three fucking right. World Series with, with the Giants when he was with the Giants. Dude, that guy was a fucking dog. That guy was probably the best pitcher in baseball in the playoffs for sure. There was no doubt about it. He took the, he took the ball, what, back-to-back days against the Royals? The Royals could not hit him in the 2014 World Series. No, could not no. fucking touch him. No. And he went back-to-back days and pitched, mm-hmm. started, started the second game. I think he gave up like three hits in the whole fucking like 16 innings or whatever the fuck he pitched. Like I need nasty. what I need to happen right now. It's in the top of the sixth. I need the freaking Mets to pull this game out. It's tied at five with the Dodgers. Damn it, get it done. I don't care how you do it, but it's, damn it, get it done. The Mets have That's had a better it. start to the season. The Mets have had a better start to the year since by the Dodgers. They have two more two more wins under their belt. Um, ten and six. When it, it is, yeah, they're ten and six. So you're not that's a good start. That, yeah, that's 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 not a bad start at all. Um, but you're also looking when you like tonight. Um, the Dodgers already are into their second pitcher, Dustin May, mm-hmm. only five and two thirds. He only got one strikeout on the night. Whereas, even though the Mets gave up five runs to the Dodgers as well, Peterson struck out six and and that makes a huge difference because david it's you you're really you're really pissing off hitters and so for for me that this is definitely in a position because you haven't gotten uh, a hit out of Marte or lindor yet in this game you will Mm -hmm. you haven't got uh, tony fam was switched in for bogovac you'll probably see something out of him at some point and you know, this is one of those times where the Mets are in position already because of how many hits they've already gotten in the game where you could see them actually get everybody on their on the, on the roster getting a hit in this game. The Mets can win this game. Yes. Absolutely. And, and also, well, Seven gives me shit all the time about how talented the Yankees roster is. They're not even the fucking most talented roster in their own city, for one. Not even in the ta- most talented. The Mets have a mo- more talented roster than the fucking New York Yankees, dude. Offensively, yes, but the best starting yeah. rotation of baseball is the Yankees. I'm sorry, with Rodon, the best starting total rotation talent, of baseball is the Yankees. They paid for it. They paid for it. And yeah. I'm not saying the Yankees are that far down there, but like they're right. Yankees are in the top five. I think the Mets are probably in the top three, as far as talent, as far as individual players go. I they fucking like paid for a lot. Of I think, I'm, just not cra- I'm just not crazy about the relief pitching. They paid for offense. Yeah, no, and and the bullpen is the weakness of the Mets right now. That is that is one hot because you don't have a bad starting rotation. Yeah, I mean, obviously the Yankee, like I said, the Yankees is better, but you don't have a bad starting rotation. But your bullpen is your weak point because yep. the names that haven't gotten a hit are still super fucking talented players. Your other guys that you've got starting on nights night tonight: Brandon Nimmo, um, Pete Alonzo, Jeff McNeil, uh, Mark Canha. Uh, Beatty, I can't Loaded. remember his first name. I think it's Brian Beatty. And then um, Batty, yeah. Batty. 
there's so much talent on that roster. Your weakness is your bullpen. Bullpen. Mm-hmm. Got Peterson up right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're <laughs> they're starting. They're they're their starting batting order is fucking ridiculous. Usually, I mean, it's, their it's, first it's five, their first five go like yeah, like Lindor. You have Alonso who or Lindor hits three. Alonso cleans up. Um, Matt Canna, who's a who was a obviously had a great career in Oakland. Nobody knows about it because nobody knows about anybody's career in Oakland. Baseball goes to die. Get off of the football field, you fucking idiots. That's that's a football field. Get off of it. Sorry. Um, They're going to follow the other Oakland team right to Vegas. Right to San Francisco. (laughs) Yeah, just across over the bridge. That's where they're going. And they're still going to call themselves, yeah, the Oakland Athletics, but they ain't going to be the actual Oakland. They're going to be the San Francisco Athletics. They're going to Vegas. Sweet. The, the, they ain't going to be the Las Vegas A's. They could be Las Vegas Aces. Is there already the Las Vegas yeah. Aces? W, WNBA? Yeah, WNBA. There's already Las Vegas Aces, yeah. So they would have. They would stay the A's. I'd, I'd, I'd be willing to bet they stay the A's. Can they please go yeah. back to the Athletics then? Like the, Las, athletics the Las Vegas because, Athletics? Because, well, and I, I think the A's is more just the symbol because – It is. Like the, the team, they always say the Oakland Athletics. They, they no, it is most still. of the time they use the full the full time the full name. Right, um, you're right. But there is the just that that a that A's roster is just so goddamn broken. There's fucking nothing. By the way, update on Warriors Kings. Uh, six and a half or a little over six Damn minutes it. left in the third. Kings are up seventy two to sixty four. Um, gave up a run. Damn it! Hanging in there. Hanging in there. Hey, well, it doesn't. Well, it doesn't matter how your Mets do in the regular season; they can win one hundred and fucking forty games, and it still have to go to the playoffs. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that's Achilles heel. Kind of the unfortunate thing for you is like they have to go into the playoffs and win. You know, like mm-hmm. World Series. That's the hard part. So just hope if they get the in. Mets, it, 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 if the World Series trophy was given out based on how teams do in the regular season, well, the Mets have like four or five of them things. The Mets would have almost as many World Series as the Yankees. Just yeah. like if they did that in the NFL. Um, Aaron Rodgers would have almost as many Super Bowl rings as, as the as uh, Tom Brady. Uh, Tom Brady, but they, they don't do it based what? on radio singer. They don't do it based on regular season play. You still have to win in the Jesus. postseason to get that shit. Yep, yep. So then yep. that's just like he said. And it's, it's not just the Mets. That's Buck Showalter too. And, mm-hmm. and and as much as I, I've said before on the show multiple times, I love I fucking love Buck Showalter. He hasn't closed yet. And he's had plenty of time. He needs to get it done. You need to stop thinking. You need to start thinking hot seat. Hot seat. He's got another Damn. season. He's Take got another season. Why don't you start at 10-6? Give him a chance. Jesus, yeah. 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 He's got another season. You goddamn he, Mets fan. If they it, <laughs> if they underperform this season, don't make the playoffs, then I could see it. But ultimately, if they fall short in the postseason again, and it's – now, if it's something like a bunch of injuries, I don't think his name goes on the hot seat. But if it's anything mm-hmm. if they fall short mm-hmm. in the season this year, they underperform. Next year, he's on the hot seat for sure. Oh yeah, for real. Yeah. I mean, in New York, bro, on the other side of the fucking island, Aaron Boone is on the fucking hot seat, dude. Aaron, Aaron Boone's always on the. You should probably be on the hot seat if you're in the, with the Mets or the Yankees. Not probably be, but you're gonna be. Let's just say yeah, that you're, you're gonna, gonna be, yeah. be you're gonna regardless. Be, yeah. There's gonna be a bunch of people who are just kind of just like regardless of what. It even says, 
I mean, Aaron Boone made a fucking in ALCS last year, and he's still real. <laughs> his hot, his seat is is warm to the touch. His 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 seat has some toast to it. But honestly, as much as I called stuff out on Boone last year, and I'll admit it, um, I think his seat's a lot cooler now than it was last at this time last year. This yes. time last year, we were wondering if he was going to have a job by the All Star break. Right. But this year, I'm not I'm not asking that question. He has definitely well, improved his status. But that seat still has warmers on it. I know what you mean. The end of last year, we didn't know if he was going to be around for the playoffs because the beginning of last year, the Yankees won. They won. They were they were like sixty and fifteen or something like that at the All Star break. There was some ridiculous number. They were fucking really really good. So he was actually good. Second half of the year. Oh yeah, it was the second. Yeah, after the All Star break, bro. They fucking yeah. yeah, They fucking went. They broke apart. Okay, it was like. No, you're good. No, they, they they went like six and like twenty or something like that over the next twenty six games. Yeah, yeah. So like uh, that that was when we were like, oh fuck. Yeah, like, that was the said, point great the first half. Like I don't know if they make the playoffs. Yeah, I really was. Yeah, and then, there was some and then, question marks there. I also yeah, said yeah. if if he gets to anything less than an ALCS, his job is his job's done. And he got to the ALCS, and, and they got fucking smoked in the ALCS. But Yankees fans, all smart people, um, are. Real, realizing that, like, yes, you, you ran into the best pitching staff probably in the league for sure in the in, in the SES, and definitely at that time was just nasty. Like, was just on top, all were on top of their game, in. all on top of their game. Like, you just got fucking outpitched is what happened, and that's why they go out and get Rodon because they're going to try and counter that with their own fucking dose. But at the same time, like, yeah, we just ran into a bad pitching staff. That's not Aaron Boone's fault that nobody can hit because he ain't the fucking hitting coach for one. Um, right. and, and, um, it's just, you ran into fucking Houston's fucking pitching coach. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's what, that's what happened. You ran into Justin Verlander who owns a tiger. Um, I mean, how are you going to beat a guy who owns a tiger? Let's be honest. And like the, you know, his seat <laughs> is cooler this year I, than it was last year. But w- when you're a coach of a team in New York, in one of, in the largest media market in the country, your seat is always warm. Dude, that, that made me think of it the other night. Like, with the, it could be the Mets or the Yankees. Like, Aaron Boone always has, like, the nicest watches and shit on when he's on the in the, in the dugout. And it's, it always, like, matches his fucking, like, Yankees uniform for the night and shit. And I'm like, that actually kind of makes me sad to think about how much thought Aaron Boone has to put into his watch and his fucking clothes. Because he, he lives in New York where every time he steps out of his house, somebody's going to fucking comment on his watch or his fucking clothes for real. That's what I thought about. And I was like, that's why he fucking does it, isn't it? Because they, they're like, they'll just kill him. They'll be like, what are you, a fucking poor? <laughs> we pay you plenty to be the Yankees manager. Like, or they'll be like, you know, he didn't, his match did not watch. Will, his his watch did not match his pants. It didn't. Damn. And, and I think that that is, that is disrespectful um, to the Yankees organization, to the, the late Steinbrenner. Okay. Um, no, but yeah. Okay. All right. So before we wrap up, I will go ahead and say one more thing. Um, as it was mentioned at the start of the show, this is my last night with Sports Report. Um, I, uh, throughout my time in podcasting, one of the things that I've impressed upon anybody that's watched any of my content is that your mental health is your first priority. Uh, as I've spent time over the last few weeks, Dan knows as I, you know, he is my best friend. Uh, one of my, definitely one of my best friends. Um, I have not been in a very good place. Um, I have family surrounding me and supporting me. And a lot of people have said that they don't feel like that they don't want me to do this because they like what I do. Um, but I had to make the decision for myself and for my family 
then I need to step away. Um, yeah, I unequivocally support what they're doing here at Sports Report. Um, I am not leaving to do my own thing. Um, I, exactly. I, I fully support. I fully support what they're doing. And should I get to a place where I can, yes, I will come back. Uh, but I have to take care of myself and my family first and foremost, because otherwise I am a hypocrite, and I will never allow that name, allow that title, to, that, that that label to come across as, as a description of me. Um, but for those of you that have picked up the the sports report because you follow me, continue to support the sports report because that's that's what I want you to do. I'm not going off on my own and doing anything else. Um, I'm I'm taking care of myself for change. And so please continue to support the sports report because to not do that because I'm leaving is disrespectful to me. Thank you for that. Thanks, Sam. Um, we will miss you, buddy. Yes. We'll I was also just going to say, like, because of Tony, whenever somebody like this is actually because of Tony, like whenever somebody actually mentions their mental, somebody who I trust and obviously love, like I do Tony, I whenever somebody mentions their mental health, like in the same sentence and i am like okay that's seriously like he wants to take care of his mental health i do not at any point try and bring them back you know what i'm saying like that's 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 ends it for me the whole conversation i'm like yeah dude do like obviously do what you need to do like that's because that's somebody clearly saying that like hey i need to do this for me and that's mm -hmm. actually the important part and tony totally taught me that so ironically that's the same thing i do to him i'm like all right yeah dude fucking why would i you know like why would we that's more important than anything it really right. is like we're right. we're not around Absolutely. for our everybody else's fucking daily life okay like we're not around for that we don't know what that is and like we like so to not respect that is is ridiculous for one but like that's just because of tony i know that like if you mentally your fucking mental health is an issue then you need to take time and take care of that obviously that's obviously the most important thing so that's all i was gonna say about it thank you yeah we're gonna miss you brother um miss you, guys too, trust me. you will um still keep you um in the group chat um no one here will unfollow you on facebook we will probably um, still be quoting tony from things he said in our group <laughs> chat. he's not here doesn't mean the motherfucker won't be still around yes i guarantee you yes. he's gonna say something on a monday right before a show and we're gonna be like mother do y'all see what motherfucking seven just said in the chat i'm just gonna start a show called here's the deal well well here's the deal all right that's that's gonna be the name of the show. Well, here's the deal. Is that my tagline? I, that's I your, never knew what that was. Is that, see, is that well, you change it. You change the the pronoun at the beginning of it, but it's always like this is the deal or here's uh -huh. the deal. I like here's the deal. I think for a title though. Here's the deal. <laughs> here's the deal. And it's like, hey, it's yep. it's prominent. It's like, hey, here's the fucking deal, you motherfuckers. But yep. I like it. But it doesn't. You don't have to say that. You just say here's the deal. All right. Yep, we miss you, my friend. Uh, like I say, you'll still be with us in chat. So um, you you just won't be here with us on Mondays. And I understand. I get you, bro. Because like I it's said, you only get one life. And you got to make sure that you do what's right for you while you're living it. So I got you. It's actually just that I'm, that I'm moving in with him. And he didn't think we had enough bandwidth to um, get both of us on this, at the same time. So he's conceding it to me in a very weird way. But I, I get to use the bandwidth on Monday nights. The sports report lineup. Um, this show will still happen on Mondays. Fight night will still happen on Tuesdays. Hardwood, I think, will be making a comeback at least through the playoffs for the next couple of weeks. Um, maybe, if Dan feels like it. 
Oh, oh. Um, like to make Stax has, and Stax needs to be here too. Stax, for that yeah. to happen. Well, you know, Stax he's back, job, back on vacation now. So, can you uh, by 12? And then huh. we need to, Dan, you and I need to discuss the future of After Dark. Look at that face. Jesus Christ. That's it. Oh my God. I just show up and Tony runs it. Oh my God. I just show up and Tony runs it. That can no longer happen anymore. So I just show up and Tony runs it. I show up and Tony runs it. I, I when, show up when Tony, Tony not around, mind not work. I show up and Tony runs it. Tony, Tony must. Run it if if I, I must run it now. I just like no, Dan. You're gonna have to take more creative for But I I just show up and Tony runs the show, and that's how it is. Even when you feel slow, you can still go. Even when there's no hope.